Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be in this. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual and ladies. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. For another week of N4G Radio, episode 463, I believe. The site's down, so I can't check. Uh, for February 20th, 2017, is President's Day. Oh, well, happy President's Day. Happy President's Day. There you go. <sighs> With us this week, <laughs> we have Drew calling in. Dialing it in. Dialing it in. Yeah. You there? Dialing it in. I'm here. All right. Drew's here. He has no internet. He is in a he's in a bad spot. I'm in a bad way. Yes. Yeah. Is this a three three week? About three weeks? Uh, about a week and a half actually. A week and a half? I thought it'd been much longer. Okay. When you're without internet, it feels a lot longer. Yes. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. True. Uh, we have the wombat. Hola. What's up? Uh, we have John. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. And we have Jay. Buongiorno. Oh, man. We don't have any embargoes this week, right? Everything's good? I can't talk about my oh, stuff yeah, yet. Yeah, you can't talk about... Uh, you, well, you can say what it is. You can't, was it Story of Seasons? And um, Torment. Torment. What is that? Tides of Numenera? Correct. Isn't it that guy that was on YouTube? What? The, what guy? What that guy? What was his name? Numa. 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 Okay, that's okay. Yes. Sorry, I, I had to bring back, um, you know, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's apparently a very popular song in uh, whatever country it originated from. I don't even know what the name of that song is. I just know that that dude singing that song. Mm. Was big on the on the tube use. That's what the kids call it, right? The tube use. Yes. Oh man! All right. Well, video games. I don't even have to skirt around saying what I played. I can Sweet. actually talk about it this week. Oh, and we're going to talk about it. But first, Drew, you want to you want to talk about? Video? Did you? Without internet, what are you playing? Well. I can most certainly say I'm not playing Overwatch. Well, that, yeah, that <laughs> kind of requires the internet. Yeah. Um, well, I completed Resident Evil 7. Nice. Mm, tell me, tell us your thoughts, man. I think that is a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Looking forward yep. to that, uh, that DLC hitting in the, what is it, June? I think the free DLC that it kind of expands on the ending. Did they yeah, actually not, say not June? A hero. 
Yeah, not a hero. I think they said summer, so I was just kind of assuming June. Oh, they they actually say spring 2017 on the thing there. So okay, so I still assume June. <laughs> Cap, that's Capcom for June, right? Yeah, Capcom for June. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm uh, I'll beat that. Um. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, check out the other stuff. Uh, if you're so inclined, I I do recommend you check out the Madhouse difficulty, Drew. It's not yeah. just like tougher enemies and you know like less equipment. You, the game changes around pretty significantly in a lot of ways. It's like a fresh experience, and um, in some ways, it feels like the, that's that's the way the game was meant to be played, where how the, some of the difficulty and challenges are done. So give that a go. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I can't play that until I get internet again because it apparently updated. Or attempted to update, and then my internet went down. Oh! And there's multiple games on my Steam that says update paused, and every time I try and launch it in offline mode, it says we can't get the update, so I can't play any oh, of those games. Oh, the future of video games, baby! I thought you could you could just refuse to update something and then just play it. Sometimes, it will not allow me to stop the update. Yeah, sometimes that'll any- work, and sometimes you run into an issue where it's trying to do a check, and maybe it's. It's kind of like lost in a loop or something. It might be one of those things where yeah, you started an update and you never finish. Maybe that's why. But if you never started in the first way, you should be able to start so launch the game. But there might be a workaround. But I mean, it is either way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, without internet, I was able to. Uh, I played some Civilization Six. Um. I was wanting to play some this morning, but it started updating and the internet went down, so I can't play that either. <laughs> Oh dear. Man. So I said, let's Modern do game. a console game. Yeah. So I did some console gaming. Particularly after I finished Resident Evil 7, I decided to jump into The Witcher 3 finally. Man. Yay. What a <laughs> That's great all it game. took, huh? Just to, to see your internet going down for over a week and a half for you to get, to get right back I into I should Witcher have sabotaged 3. your internet months ago. I know. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's uh, The Witcher 3. Uh, I have made it farther than I ever have in that game. Um, I have, I went and got my, my, my beard shaved, and I chose what I did in, in The Witcher 2. And now wow. I am in, I'm in a new area now. And that's where I stopped. But I spent probably five, six hours in White Orchard. I did every single thing there. Yeah, that's a cool area. It teaches you a lot of the mechanics and some of the lore about the, the uh, surrounding areas as well. That's cool. That's a cool place. Here's an issue I have. It's because Witcher 2 allows you to drink, or no, Witcher 1 allows you to drink your potions right from the menu. Witcher 2 and 3, they force you to equip them. No, so you, you don't. Pick- you, can, no. You, can yeah. drink, you can drink potions straight from your inventory screen. It would not allow me to do that while I was in combat. All you have to do is say, oh, I don't know about combat. Um, but you can uh, you can drink potions from the inventory screen with the square button. Now, I don't know about during combat. Yeah, uh, in combat, you have to have them equipped. I, I feel like in Witcher 1, you actually had to drink your potion before the battle even started because you had to do the meditation thing. Are you sure you're not thinking like incorrectly there? There was something in Witcher 1 that I could do that I couldn't do in 2 and 3. And I can't remember what it is. I thought it was the potion thing. Um, no, 
Potions has been always been like kind of a complicated thing in the Witcher <laughs> series, where he needs to like sit down, meditate, and take the potion, and it would take like certain yeah, amount of time I, uh, to start getting active. Yeah, the, now you can thankfully now um, you can make potions without meditating. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I was uh, you had to put them in the quick slots, um, which was originally where my food was. Um, and there's there's four quick slots. But the problem is, is that the only quick slots on the Xbox controller are up and down on the D-pad. So I had food on the up and down, and I figured, oh, left and right would allow me to to use my potions. No, that's to your, change your different swords out. If you hold up or down, it switches to the next thing. Ah, okay. Kind of wish that game would have told me that. <laughs> yeah, if you, but, uh, if yeah, you hold thought... up or down, it switches to the next one. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's that's fine. Then that's good to know because I, I was trying to fight the Griffin and all I had was a bunch of chicken legs to to heal myself, and I was like, "This is not working." But yeah, no, that game was fantastic. Um, I and and luckily you don't have to have the internet to play it, so I put probably about six seven hours in that game so far, and uh, there'll be many more to go. Six or seven hours um, into The Witcher, huh? Yep. Man, you ain't done and, shit. And then I've done a lot of Mass Effect 3 for Phoenix Down. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys finished up Mass Effect 2 Phoenix Down, right? Yeah, we did that, and we're working on 3 now. Uh, unfortunately, we tried to record yesterday, uh, and my internet just completely died. Yeah, um, that didn't... So. What, we lasted about... 30 minutes, maybe? We got about a 35-minute podcast that I'm going to put up for other... Wait, so it just died in the middle, and you're just gonna put it up anyway? I mean, we did. We stopped. You know, we got we we talked about a good amount. We talked about the arrival DLC. And we talked about a couple other things, like the beginning parts of it. Oh, so you like you knew your stuff was going down, so you stopped it there, and it's, it's just something cut off mid sentence, right? I mean, it cut off mid sentence. What do you think this I, is? I'm the Sopranos? I, yeah. I mean, Fate to Black, I very edgy, but um, <laughs> sure, yeah, I mean, put it up if you want. I mean, it cut off. I mean, the problem is, is that we sat there and talked for thirty minutes, and I don't want to just. <laughs> it's hard to go back and talk about the exact same thing we just talked about. I know. I, I know. I know. We've been there. So, but yeah, um, I did play Mass Effect. Um, I had two games for review, but I can't play them because I can't download them. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might. What may end up happening is I may have to give the Berserk game to somebody else. I haven't used the code or anything, so. Oh yeah, you can't use it. Uh, what are the two games? It's uh, the Berserk Muso game. Mm-hmm. And the new Chime game, Chime Sharp. Yeah. Don't you come anywhere near with the Muso game? I've had a bad experience. <laughs> I mean, th- this is a real Muso game. John. Yeah, you didn't. You, yeah, your, your God Seekers wasn't actually Muso, right? So that's not too um, bad. Yeah, still, you can mm. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, one, one di- no one should be, no one should have to play two Dynasty Warrior games in, in one month. No one, no one should. That's cruel. Yeah. But that's um, that's pretty much it. All right. So, John, you want to talk about some video games? Uh, well, to be fair, not a huge amount. I mean, as Drew said, we played some Mass Effect 3, which we briefly talked about. Um, 
I have spent most of the week playing Sniper Elite 4, which I talked about some last week. Uh, review is now done and should be up on the site this week at some point. Um, really pleased with how that game turned out. Um, just it's the scope of it. Well, I've gone back to some of the earlier levels. Uh, once you have uh, beaten a level, you can always go back and replay it to try and find more collectibles and also complete some of the challenges. So each each level or each mission has a, uh, a set of five challenges, which first time you play them, it doesn't tell you what they are. Uh, second time, it lets you know what the challenges are. And they can be like... Um, uh, do a certain amount of masked shot kills. Um, one of the ones on the first mission is take out the five officers with trip mines. And when you go back to the mission, it'll tell you and I'll track your, track your progress with them as well. Um, I'm also trying to go through it without getting my cover blown, which it's a game of patience, much like, um, well, it's a little, yeah, it's it's a bit hitmanish in its approach, where knowing your surroundings is key to doing or get you know getting better results. So I've spent a lot of time on that second playthrough, just scanning the area, doing a lot more silent kills, being more patient, watching guards roots trying to lure them away from the pack that sort of thing and it kind of adds an extra depth to it which is really cool um and then still of course those x-ray kill cam shots are just glorious so so i played some more of that um haven't gone back to yakuza this week i hope to uh some point next week i'll try and get some more of that in before horizon drops at the end of the month I'm not sure how much more I'll get. I think I'm I'm still currently on like chapter five, so uh, still early days. Even though I've played like twenty thirty hours of it, it's crazy that game. And uh, I've also started Halo Wars, uh, but two or one, the first one. Ah. <laughs> <Okay>. I <laughs> I have got both because I bought the ultimate edition, which has been unlocked or got unlocked early. Um, uh, the definitive edition of Halo Wars, I think when I pre-ordered it became unlocked and I, and I got it for, uh, for free then. And I saw a video of someone playing it, uh, two, that is, uh, Halo Wars 2, and it looked really cool. And I thought, I really need to get into that, but I want to play the first one. It's one of those games where I played it for uh, probably about 15, 10, 15 hours, first time around, but never actually completed it. So I thought, I'll give that a go. I've, I've whacked it on easy. Because I'm a, I'm you know, I'm I'm a noob, a filthy casual, and I just wanted to kind of get through it, see how the story is. I'm not super great at these RTS style of games, um, so I don't want to get to a point where I get frustrated. So I thought I'll stick it on easy just to get through it, get through the story, and then I can start on two. So I'm kind of maybe I think I'm on like two uh, mission three at the moment, and it's I've been playing both on Xbox and also on PC. Uh, with all of the you know cross save functionality that it has the syncing which works seamlessly uh, and I mean yes it's a remastered game but looks really good and plays really well on the PC um, I'm using controller because I 
I don't even think keyboard and mouse should be an option with this game because it was built for controllers. That's the whole point of of Halo Wars. Whoa, 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 um, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't what? think it should be an option? No, okay. I don't. I personally, I don't think that's an option I should use because this game was built for controller. So I'm not losing anything by playing on the controller as opposed to keyboard and mouse like I would on a normal RTS PC game. So that's how I mean. I don't think, of course, it should be an option. All option, you know, on anything, you should have both options. For me, it wasn't an option because it's built for a controller. I'm not, I can still, it can play perfectly well with it as opposed to a keyboard and mouse. So for someone like myself, who doesn't like keyboard and mouse, using keyboard and mouse was no option. Get it? Mm. The thing is, when you say no option, John, like you kind of make it sound like there is no option. No, there is an option. Yeah, it doesn't exist. But you just prefer. You prefer. For me, personally, it it was, all right, I'll change that. No contest. For me, personally, it was no contest to use a controller over uh, a keyboard and mouse. But I'm enjoying it so far. It's like, it's like Drew playing Overwatch on PC with a controller. <laughs> I don't try to understand it, but I've accepted it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, and that's all I've played. I've, I've, it's been Sniper Elite and then a bit of Halo Wars. Nice and quick. There you go. Oh, Jay, you want to talk about video games? Okay, sure. Um, I platinum Neo last night. Jesus I haven't Christ. played them game in a long time, so that's fun. Point two percent trophy, so that's fun. You, you, hang on, you, you platinumed Neo. Yes. How many hours does that take? Not long. Took me about sixty. <laughs> sixty hours. Well, I not had, long. I had, I had, took me about sixty. That ain't long. Not long. That ain't I guess long. No. Just, just, just as a reference, Madden mm-hmm. Seventeen came out in August. I just, I just broke 62 hours in that game yesterday. Neo came out two weeks ago! Well, at least it's not Overwatch. <laughs> I played, I played a lot of Neo. Like, trust me, I put, I put a lot of time, I really like that game. Yeah, about 60 uh, hours in two weeks. Yeah, it's just pretty good. Uh, man, I've done more than 60 hours in two weeks, that's not even hard. Uh, yeah, that oh game is my- great. God, just just that statement hurts me inside. <laughs> if I like a game, like I'm putting Neo away now, like I'm kind of done with that game until the new content comes out, which I'll probably buy because I like the game enough. It's like it's, twenty dollars season pass or something. It's 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 not even a, a matter of liking a game enough to play it sixty hours in two weeks. It's the idea of spending sixty hours in On any two game. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, um, how long did it take you to get to 60 hours? Obviously 60 hours, but in regards to how many weeks did it take you to get to that point in Overwatch, Jay? Um, I, don't think I probably got there much, much faster with Overwatch, because uh, <laughs> me, uh, you know, me and a couple of friends actually took days off of work. Yeah, 60 hours so- it took him. 60 hours it took, 60 hours, took 60 hours. 60 <laughs> hours like, after lunch? No, I mean, like, you, got, you got to, still got to sleep, take showers, and, you know... <laughs> Actually, eat oh, sixty yeah, hours nonstop gaming. Like well, that's one of those hardcore. things. No, like fucking like people dying in like Korean PC bombs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that guy. <laughs> nah. 
I'm not. I'm not that guy. Well, I'm, I'm impressed that you have platinum. That that's uh, that's one of those platinums. I get impressed when I platinum a Telltale game, and all you've got to do is play those to the end. So um, that's an achievement, my friend. Uh, well done. Like to me, like when it comes to platinum trophies, I only think I think I only have like six platinum trophies across my PSN network. I have Maybe zero. I have one one thousand. Like there are certain games like you would play and then you basically get platinum when you beat it, kind of like Science Gate uh, and stuff like well, that. Uh, again, Telltale was all you had to do was finish all like five well, episodes not, of a, not of a series. Not always. Oh, yeah, the Wolf they, Among Us is different. The Wolf Among it? Us, you had to find, you had to meet or find a what is it like a uh, what do they call the profile of every character in the game, uh, which is the only we, which is the only achievement I don't have in that game because apparently I missed somebody. Yeah, and then no. you're not gonna. You don't have time to go through that again just to get it. No, trophy, I so. have no desire to play through that. I know how it ends. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's, we're good. Yeah, um, yeah, the way it works for me is that uh, a I have to really like the game, right? So I have to play through the game, and it's like, oh man, I really like this. I want to get you know everything out of it. And secondly, I have to have most of it naturally. So when I checked the trophy list for Neo, I without even looking at the list, I had ninety percent of it. I was like, oh, okay, I'm just missing, like, four things. Let me just grab these. And it took me 20 minutes to finish up the trophy list. So I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. So I finished that up. I played a bunch of co-op. And, man, so many good co-op stories in Neo, man. It's hilarious. Drew? You're calling me Bosnia. You're right, buddy? I'm calling Bosnia. I had something to say. Yeah. About platinum trophies. um, I'm I'm kind of like with you. If I really like the game, I'm going to platinum it. So, like, I platinum Diablo. I platinumed uh, Infamous 1. I actually how, love that game. Uh, question for you, Drew. How difficult was the Diablo uh, platinum? I, didn't, I haven't even looked at the list. Was it hard? Um, the, the most time-consuming was doing 500 bounties. Um, you have to do 500 bounties, and you have to get every class to level 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of those has to be a, a hardcore character. Hardcore, oh. that was the first thing I actually worked for was... Doing my hardcore character. The hardcore okay. character is not hard to do if. Well, if you like dump down the difficulty, because then you don't have to worry about dying and starting over. Yeah, if, that if you're just a... going for the achievement, yeah. Yeah, it does take longer because you get less experience, but that is safer. Yeah, you you just don't want to get caught in one of those laser traps and die and at like level mm-hmm. sixty five. That's what killed my hardcore character. See, it's the la- it's always the lasers. It's always the freaking lasers. <laughs> it's always the lasers. <laughs> lasers. Yeah, the lasers killed my hardcore character of eighty hours, and I was like, "It's rough, dude." You know that? I guess that should have happened. So, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the lasers yeah, are what ended our um, that that thing we played on video. Our hardcore run, yeah, our hardcore run of four players, like oh. that ended two different people in that game. That those lasers suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, arcane fucking lasers. Oh god! Every time I see him, I just scream and run. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, nah, I completely gave up on even considering doing the uh, platinum for The Witcher as soon as I saw that one of the requirements was to beat it on Death March. Ah, no. I said, no, nope, the... Can you just change the Death March on the last like final fight and then just kind of cheese uh, your way through it? I don't know. You might be able to, but man, I don't want to even try that final fight on uh, Death March. Yeah. Most difficulty achievements and trophies are locked to you doing them through the whole playthrough. 
Yeah, some of them are glitched. If, I mean, if you want to find out if it's glitched, that you can do that. Just go to one of those sites where that's all people do. Yeah. And yeah. somebody's tried it, and will tell you if it works or not. Um, but I mean, I I didn't know one of the conditions for the trophy, so, you know, because some of the trophies are hidden, right? So I actually typed in Neo Trophy, and then there was like a really nice list you, with like it, video playthroughs of stuff. Like people go crazy with that just, stuff. Just just to give you, early. just to give you, um, just to give you a tip, mm. if you go to the trophies on your PlayStation Four and hit the square button, you can unhide all trophies. Oh, can you? Oh, yeah. can you? That's that was oh. built. That was baked into the OS in four point oh. Really? That so was one of the. Trophy? Yeah, that was one of the big updates. Like, I think it's either square or triangle, and you can do the options to the trophies, and you can you can opt to show the hidden trophies. Wow, that's. A I hack. guess. Thank I you, guess Ken. that's good if you've completed the stories here, not worried yeah, about yeah. Story, yeah, story yeah, based yeah. spoilers. We yeah. want to see those hidden ones. That's clever. I didn't know you could do or that. Or some people just don't care, so they just do it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's it, they put it in 4.0. It was one of those little features that nobody talked about because you know people have stopped caring about trophies and achievements. So yeah, I, I had no idea. So that's actually really neat. I'll have to remember that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I played a ton of Neo, but I'm I'm done with that game until the season pass thing is done. Uh, see what the content is like, and if it seems compelling, I'll pick it up and play more of it. But I adore that game; definitely my top game for uh, this current year so far. Uh, they also updated uh, Cyberpunk Bartender Action Valhalla with new content, uh, including three new, four new chapters technically of story content. So I went back in there. And the story content involves you serving drinks to a bunch of talking cor- corgis. Okay. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, enjoyed that game. I also played through the second DLC content of Resident Evil 7. Which the um, first is still not out on Xbox. Fuckers. Oh, that's, that sucks, <laughs> man. That's so stupid. It is stupid. I hate Timed exclusive DLC is rubbish. Ugh. Uh, I will say that uh, I think the first one, the first actual story kind of mission was more compelling uh, than the second one, but it's still worth playing through. It kind of fills in some of the gaps in the story. I'm not going to say what it is because you, you guys are pro- going to probably play it eventually. That, that's that's going to be my next question. Now having played both of these, and that's it, right? There's only two? No, no, there's a, a third ambiguous additional story content and that's all they said. So it's the season pass is what, 20 or 30? 30. And so you have the two band footage packs, and then you have additional story, story content. But no one knows what the story content is. Okay, so so far, has it been worth it? That's my question. Uh, I didn't buy it. I, I played it at my friend's house. Okay. But um, I'd have to see the friend final package. Okay. Uh, but so far, if I only had to base it, if it is $30 worth the two DLC content that I played, I would say no. Because uh, unless you're really into score attacks, because that's like a big chunk of what that content is, then I don't think it's worth it. The story content stuff, you can beat it in like 20, 30 minutes relatively Ooh. easily. Uh, that's, so, no, that's no bueno. Yeah, it's, it's very short. It's 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 cool, it's neat, but it's short. And um, the challenge stuff is neat, but mm, I mean, I'm not that big into getting the toppest, you know, high score and stuff like that, so that's not really for me. Uh, but I am really interested to see. They do a lot of stuff with... Um, with some of the characters that weren't as explored in the in the actual game, so I want to see more of those characters. Um, I can't talk about the game, but I did finish Tormentize of Numenera, 
and um, all I'll say is that it, it makes me want to go back and play through Pillars of Eternity because I stopped um, like quarter of the way through that game, and that game was really good too. So uh, I also play For Honor. Uh, that's topical. Yeah, um, I assume we're going to talk about that game because I know that's a that's a wombat jam. Oh yeah, that's true. It is a wombat jam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll just I'll just I'll just lay out my two cents here, and then you know we can get to the nitty gritty when uh, when Ryan gets in there. I'll say that the game looks good. I think it's got some good strategy elements to it where you have to really play mind games against your opponents. But like playing through the campaign and playing through like a few of the multiplayers, I'm not I'm not as into it as I hoped that I would be. It feels to me it feels a little sluggish in a lot of ways. I know that it's supposed to feel weighty and tactical, but you know, it's like a matter of personal taste in that regard. Like playing you know, I played a heck of a lot of Neo, and that game is lightning fast. So going from the 60 frames per second lightning fast reflexed game to this 30 frame lock kind of really weighty, slow, sluggish kind of game felt really, really bad to me. Like just, just like the tactical feel of it all. Just I wasn't into it. So I played about three hours of it. I'm probably just gonna return it, and I'm done. But uh, it's not a bad game. I could definitely see how a lot of people would like it. But uh, we'll get more into it when Ryan talks about it. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yep. Well, then we can talk about it right now because it's Brian. You want to talk about it? All right. Sweet. Yeah. So, um, I'm also playing For Honor. Um, I actually got a chance to play it online with Killer Wolverine. That was the first time I've uh, played anything with him online in a while. You you, uh, you should text us when you want to play because I'm not sure how much longer people are going to play that game. Right. Ooh. Falling, Ooh. falling out on that already, huh? I, well, I'll let Wombat talk. I know this is his jam. This is his game. Mm. Okay. Indeed. The um, So I p- have played quite a bit of that. I'm playing the campaign, um, which is, I mean, it's good for what it is. It's it's just there really to teach you the mechanics and to um, force you to play other characters that you may or may not normally play as. It's better um, written. Than I than I could even have fathomed it would be. Yeah, I think I think um, you know that's a, that's a big hook. Is not only does it, it help you learn um, the different characters, but genuinely, it's got a, an, an interesting story to tell. I yeah. think um, it's, it's got interesting characters too. Yeah, um, I'm not. The voice acting is a little. <laughs> eh. I think it's. I think I know what they're going for. They're kind of going for a little. Um, Cornball is the best way I can put it. Um, it's just I don't know. It's just a little, um, a little too gravelly. Did you? Um, let me ask this. Did you play as a female during the night campaign? Yes. That's Jennifer Hale, right? I think so. Yeah, it sounds like her. Yeah, like she was delivering a performance, and I'm like, wow, you you really went out and got somebody who can do this. <laughs> Not coincidental that that's the only story beat that's got decent voice acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the but um, the uh, the game itself, um, I've played uh, quite a bit of. I'm level ten or eleven now, I think. Sorry, I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> um, but um, uh, it's I mean it's it's what I expected it to be. Yeah. I uh you know we've talked a lot about it over the over the beta and the alpha it's um uh it, it requires a lot of 
thought and calculation. To Jay's point, it is slow. Um, now, it's um, Jay. What character were you playing? I played. Uh, I tried three different characters in multiplayer. Yep. I tried the knight that I started with because that's the character that I the spent the most yep. time. Mm-hmm. And I also tried the Orochi and the Peacekeeper. Okay, and the so I was gonna say that the Orochi and the Peacekeeper are faster. Uh, they're still not fast. Yeah. Right. They're faster. Um, did you do? Um, did you try any of the like, um, like if you go into the individual characters, um, you can uh, watch videos about their moves. Mm-hmm. Like, there. Did you watch any of those? Uh, I didn't watch the videos, but I did look at all the moveset. So I started okay. just kind of trying them out and see what there is okay. like. You know, like the lunging attacks and like yeah, the, 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 the reason I'm stuff. saying that is there's some of those that there's some of those that move a little faster and let you get in, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely slower paced. Um, it's it's a lot more deliberate. So um, I uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I like the elimination mode um, where it's you know four on four and got to eliminate the other team. Before they respawn, um, I like Dominion still, and uh, I've played a lot of one-on-one duels as well. Um, yeah, it's what I expected it to be. Yeah. The, the, so, Ken, Ken, yeah. I'm taking it. You didn't like. It. Well, it's not that I okay. It's not that I don't like this game. I think um, I think from a combat perspective, there's something really special there. Like the there's there's a lot to these characters. Um. And I like how they all play differently, although the game never gives you that warning if you don't dig into the menus. Right. Um, it's true. So, like, the, 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 the lighter, quicker characters, you actually have to hold the block right. for every move, not just yep. a move, uh, you know. So let's say somebody attacks you left, right, up. You have to hold it left, hold it right, hold it up. Or yeah, there's hit... no neutral. There's no neutral stance. No, so it's 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 learning that, and then you know, the stamina meter, learning how to manage that. There's a lot to it, and it's really good. Like when you die, it's your fucking fault. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, and stamina especially. That's where um, um, good management and gear comes in. Yeah, because um, you'll find some gear that has some good stamina management stats um, that help you work that out a little bit longer i i i watch a lot of um a lot of the people that i'm fighting against play uh and they're just they do nothing but throw heavy attacks Mm -hmm. and uh you you lose more stamina when you miss than you lose when you hit so if you throw four or five heavy attacks in a row and you miss all of them or they get blocked you're going to run out of stamina, and then you're going to be chugging around trying to figure out what to do while somebody just comes in and annihilates you. Yeah. Um, th- I played some of the, the campaign co-op, and you should not play the campaign co-op. I'll just say that. It's it's very frustrating because, you know, if you're trying to help your partner, half the time you'll end up smacking him upside the head with your axe, which kind of sucks. Yeah. It, it feels like that game was built for a single player, to, which is essentially a tutorial for each of the characters. <laughs> it's what that. Yep, that's all. That's really what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's neat, but don't play it with anybody because it'll. It, it's just too crowded. Um, 
I also have a real problem with the fact that this game is fucking littered with free-to-play bullshit. Yeah, it is. You're correct. Yep. It it killed my taste for that game so fast because once you like load into that game and you get into the screen, it's like a giant thing of season pass. Buy the seal pack. Buy this and buy that. It's like, dude, I just want to play your fucking game without you trying to sell me something for half a second. It's 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 not even do. it's not even just uh, that. It's the fact that when you go into like the multiplayer, it's like, hey, don't have the time to play? Unlock everything for some money. Yep. Yeah, unlock beats, unlock gear, unlock yeah. Uh, I'm just like, dude, I don't, I don't want to spend the money to do this, but there's going to be a bunch of people who have, and that immediately makes my time less fun playing against people who have paid to win. Yep. Especially there, when you charge me sixty dollars for the game right out of the gate. I, just, I can't it's disagree. A, it's a, it's a scummy thing to do. It is. I think it kills a lot of the appeal for, because when you go into you know not to draw like strict comparison, but you can't spend money in Overwatch and be better at the game for it. That's not how that game works. So someone can spend $1,000 on loot boxes and that guy's still going to suck. You know what I mean? They're not going to get any kind of advantage. That's how free-to-play elements and games that already cost money should work. Or actually in general, like you should never be able to buy power unless it's a fucking like mobile game or something because that's the only way they operate really because, you know. Yeah, I can't disagree with you, but I will say that um, a, a lot of what a lot of what you're talking about in terms of buy this to be better um, relates to either feats which you have to play well to unlock during the game, sure, like you sure. earn them as you play, right? Um, so if you're if you buy a whole bunch of feats but you suck at the game, you'll never be able to use them because you're never going to accumulate enough kills to turn them on, um, or they relate to gear. Um, and gears locked to your level. So again, um, if you don't if you don't play well enough to level up, um, the gear is going to be relatively weak anyway. But I, I do agree that the, it's, there's way too much free to play crap in here. Yeah, and it bothered for a $60 me. Sixty dollar game. It bothered me that it seemed like when when we were playing, I very rarely got gear. And I'm like, yeah, most of the most of the gear you're gonna get comes from spending steel on uh, loot boxes. Yeah, that's, that's what it's <sighs> like. You you earn the steel in the game, and then you spend it on the the gotcha mechanic of um, you know we'll give you five random pieces of gear, uh, two of them guaranteed to be higher level. And steel can be bought with cash. There's there's my problem. That's true. Yeah. Yep. But I've... again. The, ste- the the what you get out of the loot boxes is locked to your level. So oh sure sure. You're gonna get weaker stuff if you're a lower level player. Yeah, I just I the game is just it feels like it's littered with bad practices, which sucks. and uh, you you can buy those things that accelerate how quickly you level up too, right? They're uh, just I like badges or something. There's that you can buy them and then they give you yeah fifty like percent faster experience or some shit. Yeah, because so there's that as well. Because why not, right? Yeah, because fuck everyone else, you know. They can't <laughs> spend everybody equal time. If... Who spent the sixty dollars to pay for the game, but now can't afford to buy a bunch of all this extra stuff? Yeah, fuck them. Who cares? Yeah, it's just that, that stuff really bothers me, especially considering how good this game plays. Like you can tell the guys that built this game really put their heart into it, and it, it and it's just it feels really good when you knock the shit out of somebody in that game. Like, a lot of games don't accomplish that, and this game feels 
really good when you do that. And then they just, they Ubisoft the shit out of it, and it bothers me. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I really, I don't know. It's like, nothing saddens me more than when publishers actively ruin good games. This is the same kind of feeling I had with the Fire Emblem game that came out for 3DS. It's like, that's most likely it. Like, developers don't really want to do that shit. Like, they want to they wanna make one cohesive experience, and they want to put the players in the best situation to enjoy that content. Because they put, as Ken just said, they put their heart and soul into it, and you can really tell by the quality of the game. But when they say, like, yeah, can we just uh, add a bit of this? It'll, 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 it'll make some more money, you know, get some more money out of those assholes. And it's like, yeah. And it kind of ruins it, and you're like, fuck. I have a very high tolerance for that stuff, so... You really gotta, you really gotta pump it into the game before it bothers mm. me. And For Honor feels really pumped full of that stuff, which I don't get because Ubisoft messed up Rainbow Six with that, but they fixed it over time and they learned what didn't work. And it feels like For Honor just took a step backwards in that and said, "You know what? Let's try that again, the same exact way." I think in uh, six months to a year, For Honor will be very much more balanced as far as microtransactions are concerned. If enough people are still playing it by then. I think right. they will. I think they will. Okay. I, I think we'll that see. game is going to get it, like like Ryan said before launch, a very small but very, very hardcore dedicated fan base. Yep. Okay. I think I think that will happen. And I think once it's fixed, it'll start to slowly grow like Rainbow Six has. Rainbow Six peaked fell and then is slowly crawling back up because they fixed it so well I own it forever so (laughs) yeah until you trade wait it's digital it's digital so I mean if they fix it I'll I'll come back for sure but right now I, I, I don't know I like I said last week like I'm taking a break from Overwatch I'm gonna play a bunch of For Honor I was playing Overwatch on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which sucks because I didn't play it Tuesday, which was the last day for the year of the the rooster. Yeah, I ended up picking up a few uh, skins with coins. Actually, just the one, but enough. I didn't come and snuff the rooster. Ah, too bad. Nice. uh, Anyway, anything else, Ryan? Uh, No, um... Jacob and I played uh, Little Big Planet three since it's free on PS4 right now. Is it still mm-hmm. really glitchy, or did they fix a lot of that? Uh, I didn't notice any. Good, good. I know yeah. that game had a lot of issues at launch, and, and a lot of people didn't go back to it. So, yeah, I didn't notice any glitches. The um, uh, I like some of the like some of the as always the pre designed levels um, are great. Um, I haven't played any user designed levels yet, but I mean it's Little Big Planet. The uh, so it's. Still that same annoying ass floaty jump. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, how do you, how do anyway. you keep fucking that up? <laughs> I don't it's, some, it's, a, it's, it's a design choice, you know. It's kind of yeah, like Halo's floaty jump. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But right. then again, Halo's not a platforming game. Yeah. True. But anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh... Oh, you know what? I bought that I haven't played yet though. Um, but I'll give a PSA in case anybody else is interested. Um, Civilization Revolution 2 um, is on sale right now on iOS. Um, it's normally 10 bucks. It's on sale right now for 2 
It still really depresses me that that game only came out on, what, Vita and iOS? So, yeah, yeah, I've got it on Vita. I, I picked it up and I had a sale on. It was like something like five quid or something. And trying to recapture what was great about the first game, it doesn't feel the same. Man, Simp yeah. Rev, though, was so good on like 360 and PS3. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I still go back to that. Yeah, that to game. Day. That, I'm not a Civilization guy. Like that's not my jam. But Civ Rev was awesome. That's I'm yeah. the same way. I'm not a I'm not a Civilization guy. What What's different about Civilization Revolution that makes you guys like that and not it's, regular Civ? It's basically um, a lot more simplified. Yeah, mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. A lot very, quicker. Very streamlined. Very fast. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about Halo Wars being an RTS for consoles, but that's that was built with that in mind. Uh, console, it, it just works perfectly, I think, for a controller. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Alright, well I'll wrap this up. I, most of the stuff I played, we've already talked about, or I talked about last week, like Halo Wars 2, I finished that up, or wrote my review <clears throat> for that. That game is still very good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... I played a lot of... Uh, I didn't play a lot. I played a little bit of that Sniper Elite. I played the first map. That game is neat. Uh, I like that every level is like a, basically a giant sandbox. That's very cool. Uh, shooting dudes in the Nards is still fantastic. <laughs> Watching them explode. Yeah, in a just pussy glory. It's, wonderful. Uh, it's like... Uh, uh, what I find funny, though, is like they've so... They've so, like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, everything you do in that game pops up like a little score. Like, yeah, look, like, everything's like silent kills, um, yeah. mass shot, if you're a ghost, if it's a takedown, if it's a, like a, a stomach kill. You, so whenever you do anything, you get like seven or eight little things pop on the right hand side and you get an XP for everything that you do. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a little tally of... of death that you're dealing <laughs> here's your receipt for the kills oh but that's good stuff um, like I mentioned earlier I got back into Madden I don't know that this just happens every now and then like I'll get in I'll start playing like, I played five games of Madden this week which is a lot um, I'm back and played a bunch of Overwatch uh, when you play Madden, do you play against people, or do you just kind of play? No, I just play. I, I, what I do is every time I get interested in playing that game, I'll start a new season with like a different team mm, and just okay. play through the season with a different team. So uh, playing playing with the world champs, play with the Patriots. N- fuck no, I don't. I never play as the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Um, I'm, I'm skirting around it till I get to it. I bought a new controller for my PS4. Uh, did one of them break, or did you just want a new I, one? Oh, I, when I bought my Pro, I traded in my original, so I, I, I like to keep uh, two controllers for all of my yep. systems. Uh, so I only had one PS4 controller. So I picked up the red one, one of the new model red ones with the light on the front. Um, and I used it to play a whole shitload of Horizon Zero Dawn. Which oh. I, I have been playing for about almost two weeks now. <laughs> I haven't been can, able. You can to, finally say it, right? I have not. I was not allowed to say that I was playing it until the fifteenth of February, and I had it like ten days before that. Did you uh, finish it? Yeah. Sweet. It's about twenty-five hours. Um, 
And that's doing a little bit of everything, but not a lot of anything. So kind of just going through the story missions, because you'll always have one or two main quests at all times. Uh, so I stuck to those, and then when I would discover a new side mission, I would go do it to see what it was, just so that I could kind of get a feel for all of the different side missions in the game. So that game is a whole lot of Far Cry Primal, with a little bit of Monster Hunter thrown in. Well, Monster Hunter. Monster Explain. Hunter. The Monster Hunter is very. We're talking lighter than Tukedon Monster Hunter. Okay. Okay. Um, the the I mean, you've obviously seen the trailers. The big giant robot creatures are running around. Um, taking them down is the Monster Hunter aspect. So you have a lot of tools at your disposal to take them down, and all of them have you know weaknesses and and soft spots on their body that you can hit to do more damage. Um, you can scan them, because uh, Aloy has, you know, Batman's detective vision. Which, by the way, is explained in the game, and it makes sense. So, it's okay. Okay, sure. Um, but you can scan enemies, you can tag them, Far Cry style, so you can watch them. You can actually highlight their path. So, like, the big monsters, you can highlight their mm-hmm. path to see where they're going to walk. Um and then you can see their weaknesses. So, like, you scan the one, and he'll be weak to fire in certain areas. He'll be weak to shock damage in another area. And then, uh, how, how do you know that he's weak to certain elements in certain areas? Is uh, that when you scan them? When you scan them, um, you'll go into your scan mode, and you'll highlight it, and it'll say, hey, this is this creature. Here's their uh-huh. level. Um, here are their weaknesses. Uh, and as you level up in the game, you'll learn uh, this uh, feature called Override. Which will allow you to override some of the monsters in the game. And overriding them does one of two things. It either allows you to ride them as a mount, uh, which is, don't get too excited, you can't ride the big ones, at least not that I've seen. Okay. Um, but you can ride, like, the, the, the cow-sized enemies as mounts, which is very helpful to, you know, to traverse that game, because the map is very, very big. Um, or you can override them to fight for you. So you can override them, and then they'll just start attacking all machines within the vicinity. Which is very helpful uh, when you're trying to get through areas. Which is one of my biggest issues with this game, is it suffers from the, I guess, the best example I would have is Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm. Um, so for a, just kind of as an, an early story, I was on my way to a mission. It was a level 14 quest. It was a story quest. And in order to get there, I had to walk through a level 30 monster patch. And the monsters aren't like they are in Xenoblade, at least not most of them. They're hostile. They see you, they will come after you. And at level 14, you shouldn't fuck with a level 30 monster. You really uh, shouldn't fuck like, with five of them. But you, but you can still kill them, right? Like if you're, if you just take a lot of, a lot of time, I guess. If you want to deal with that, yeah. But it's like, don't get hit and just kind of poke <laughs> at them until they die. If, yeah, but there's never just one. Mm. And not, to me, like as long as it's doable, it's okay. Because how it works in Xenoblade is that it's kind of done by levels. So when you try to attack things that are way too higher level than you, you just miss Although every you one can, of your shots. You can kill them if you take your time, but dealing with okay. five of them at once, I, yeah, don't it's know, hard. I don't know how yes. you take your time. <laughs> 
because they're fast. Like mm. these these creatures are not slow; they are fast, and they have abilities to stun lock you. Mm. Um, I was playing uh, yesterday, and I was walking through the desert, and I literally was attacked by this gigantic bird, um, who would just drop this AOE attack of electricity that would just stun lock me over and over and over again. And I didn't even I didn't even like instigate him. I just happened to come to a campfire and the fucker just started attacking me. And that happens a lot in that game. Um, you can like stealth your way around it and kind oh, of go no, you, can, or... you can stealth your way around the game as long as you see them first. Mm. <laughs> if they see you first, forget about it. They're, they're coming after you. Um, the Far Cry uh, um, comparison is very heavy for things like, so when you're walking around the world, there are just littered dots all over the place, and these are things that you can collect to craft items. You can craft ammo, you can craft potions, you can craft traps. Um, and you, I mean, you have to collect this stuff in order to... Uh, there's also currency in the world. Uh, so there's things called metal shards, which essentially serve as money. Uh, but anything you buy requires metal shards and resources. So like when you go to a merchant, let's say you want to buy a new, a new bow, you have to have metal shards and this and this, <clears throat> which are usually mechanical mechanical parts that are that are obtained from the creatures. So whenever you kill a creature, you can stand over it and you have to hold the button to you know kind of loot the character and then you'll get stuff from the creature. Uh it is colored. So like if you kill an enemy, sometimes he'll be blue, sometimes he'll be green, sometimes he'll just be white. And it, that's how rare the items are that are on the creature itself and the enemies. There are human enemies in the game. Um I'm just trying to run over everything here. The combat feels really good once you get used to it. There's a melee attack that you use with the R1 button or the R2 for a heavy attack. Uh, you can stealth kill enemies, which is very, very useful. Uh, you can uh, you can Mafia 3 that shit. So you can hide in a bush and you have a little like call whistle. And you can call over enemies and take them out one by one. Which is very helpful when you're trying to take out bandit camps. Hey, bandit camps. That sounds familiar. Oh yeah, that's Far Cry, right? Um, you clear out the bandit camps. They become fast travel points with merchants. So, uh, Tell me about the huge beasts that you got to climb on. to. They're like, Are they just radio towers that you got to do? Ubisoft, like, Ubisoft towers. So you climb them, you hack them, and then they open a level of the map. Now, How many, how many of them are there's there? There's only five. Okay, that's not bad. Um, my biggest problem with those is it's not the climbing that's hard or challenging. It's that every one of those things are walking around a fucking zoo filled with goddamn robots. Mm. So just getting to them is not enough to just be like, oh, hey, look, there's that thing. I need to find a way up, climb up him. You know, no. Here's a big-ass field full of creatures you need to figure out how you're going to get on that thing. And you could spend the time taking out all the creatures to get to it. But that's probably going to take you 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> mm. So they, I mean, the world is littered with these robot creatures. Like, it's not a barren world. Um, there also are real animals in the game. 
Apparently only five species survived whatever happened that I won't talk about. Um, there are boars, raccoons, foxes, rabbits, rats, and turkeys. That's it. The turkey thing always gets me. Yeah, it, like, when I see I, it, I'm like, well, there's another fucking turkey. See, the, the valiant turkeys, the most resilient <laughs> creature of them all, with incredible fighting instincts that allowed them to survive the apocalypse. Clearly yeah. the turkeys. It's the turkeys. They're just like cockroaches. Yeah, the goddamn turkeys. And, and I know those are the only animals in the world because the game keeps track of how many times you've killed each one of everything. So it shows me how many turkeys I've killed in the game. And, and of course, these animals do have resources that you need. Uh, for example, the game has a fast travel system. The campfires are the fast travels. They're also your save points. Um, and you can travel to any one of them. Granted, you have a travel pack, which is an item that you can either craft or buy in stores. <laughs> and you have to use one every time you want to fast travel. Which sucked for a very long time while I was playing this game until I stumbled across this lovely little merchant in a bandit camp who offered to sell me a gold travel pack, which essentially makes all fast travel free. And of course I was like, oh fuck yeah, sell me this thing, baby. And then realized I had to go hunt a bunch of boars. So you're, you're telling me you couldn't have just taken that your bow and just kind of shot him in the face and took it from his dead course? This ain't Dark Souls. <sighs> That game. That game. So I had to. Oh, so it was terrible because I had to have five fatty meats and one fox skin in addition to my shards to buy the kit. So obviously, I go hunting for foxes because I need a fox skin, right? You don't get a fox skin from every fox you kill. It's a random drop. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> as I mentioned, there's colored items in the game. So they kind of try to make it loot. It's not really loot when you can just go to a merchant and buy... Like, there's five sets, five or six sets of armor, and then there's three colors of each of those. So, like, there's an armor that's good against melee attacks. There's an armor that's good against shock attacks. There's an armor that's good against fire. And then there's, like, four levels of that armor. So it's not really loot if you can just go buy it. Same with the weapons. All the weapons have three different tiers or so of each of the weapons, making them more powerful, uh, unlocking more modifications. Yeah, there's mods. You can socket mods into your weapons and your armor. You got a little Diablo going on here. Um, you can't remove those until you unlock the, the ability in the skill tree called the Tinker. So then you can start taking mods off. And mods are, of course, colored and rarity. Common, uncommon, rare, very rare, that kind of stuff. Um, is there anything... I mean, does anybody want to know anything about the game? I'm trying to run down everything I can about it. Um, without spoiling anything, how did you enjoy the story? <clears throat> the, story's, the, the story's good. Um, I kind of saw it coming after a little while. There's, a, mm. there's kind of a scene about midway through the game where I'm like, oh, okay, that's where they're going. It's interesting. Um... And the main characters in the story have good voice acting. Just just don't talk to the NPCs and you'll be alright. <laughs> the NPCs feel like they were hired from a different acting agency than the main characters. They just they just grab like ordinary girly studios employees like you voice act now. Dude, it's some of them are downright like 
super bad. Like there was one guy I talked to and he sounded like he didn't even care that he was there. Like I think I saved him from a from like he'd broken his leg or something and I was saving him from this robot that was trying to attack his camp and like I'm talking to him and it's got the Mass Effect conversations where you're just kind of you know standing there staring at each other. Um there are dialogue choices I haven't noticed that they've made any impact on the game. They're just there. Um but I'm talking to him and he's just like yeah, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was bad. Mm. So, <clears throat> and that and that happens a lot with the NPCs. Like their their voice acting can be really pretty bad. Uh, and as for you know, without going into specifics, of course, um, is it a sequel bait ending or is it a satisfying ending? It's satisfying, but you could totally see them continuing in this world. Okay, as long as it's satisfying by itself, I'm okay. Okay, so I can expect like a decent story, some compelling characters here and there. That's that's yeah. good. That's what I want to see. Once you run into Lance Reddick, you're having a good time. Don't know who that is, but yes, I'll you look do. Into it. Yes, you do. You trust do? me. You've seen him. Okay. He was uh, he was in uh, Quantum Break. Uh, he's also been in Lost. He was in Fringe. Mm. Trust me, when you see him, you'll be like, oh, that guy. Oh, did, did they actually use the model and everything? They did for him. I don't know about the other characters because I didn't recognize them, but I knew who Lance Reddick was. So obviously, like, yeah, they totally modeled him straight out of his character. So, Okay. But yeah, once once you run into him, that's when things start getting super interesting, and then you start uncovering, you know, what happened. Because, I mean, we've all seen the trailers. They're... They they keep referring to the the metal world, what happened before the monsters, you know all that stuff. So, and trust me, if you've seen any screenshots, you've seen that this takes place in the future. Things happened before. Yeah, yeah. And when they start uncovering this stuff, you're like, okay, okay, and you know you get intrigued, and then you realize, oh, this is what's going to happen. Okay, okay, cool. Let me see how the, you know it's it's really well done. Like I enjoyed the story. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it's super original, but it was, you know, interesting. Yeah, I mean, once, you know, we've said it before, originality is overrated. It's all about the execution. Yeah. And it sounds like they, they did a pretty good job. So Yeah, the main, story, the main story is good. The side stuff feels very Far Cry in, like, why the fuck are you doing this? You, you had a much bigger mission to go figure out. Why are you killing turkeys? <laughs> to to me, the draw of this game to me right now, um, it feels like all the stuff that you talked about. When you draw so many comparisons to Far Cry, it does kill my hype quite a bit. But at the same time, because how the combat is different, and uh, you know, you have these like big hulking monsters that you want to take down, right? Yeah. And there's like a tactical element to that, like weakness. Oh, for sure, and, for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of weapons that you can like. The bow is just one thing. You can also get, I mean, you've seen the trailers, you can get this rope tie down that ties down the monsters. Um, you can get a slingshot that lobs, like, explosive bombs. Nice. Um, you can get a different bow that's more of a sniper style that, that has, like, status effects. Like, there's a lot of weapons in this game, and, and the combat feels good. Like, yeah. you've got two ways to slow down time while you're aiming. You can either upgrade on the skill tree to uh, slow down time when you jump, uh, and you can also get like a little meter that when you click in the right stick to zoom in, it slows down for a small period of time. But it yeah, feels they, good. They, like headshotting somebody feels really good in that game. 
it seems like they give you all the tools necessary to really explore and take on those monsters they they put you up to. Absolutely, and that's a good sign. That's yeah, they sign. they definitely give you the tool. Like, if I wanted to, I could just walk around this world and explore and hunt. And this game allows for that, and it's really fun. And I cannot, <clears throat> I cannot understate how fucking beautiful this game is. Oh, you played it on the PS4 Pro. I played it on the Pro on a a 1080p TV. I wasn't playing in 4K. If you have a 4K with HDR, you're in for a goddamn treat. Um, Oh, yeah. But even 1080p with the Pro, because they do the up-res downscaling, Mm -hmm. it is phenomenal. (laughs) Would you say that it's the best-looking game on the PS4 right now? Yes. Ooh, nice! The first time I the first time I rode my mount into the desert, I just stopped and stared because of the lighting, the 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 draw distance, the just the landscape. If I had one complaint about the game, is that there's not enough verticality. The game feels very flat. Hmm. Other than the towers, the tall they call them tall necks. That's what they're called. Um. When you're on those things, don't jump off immediately. Stop and ride around on that son of a bitch, because holy shit. It's breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. Gorilla Games, we, we have never questioned their ability to make visually stunning video games. That's true. Even the early Killzone games on PS2 were lookers. Oh yeah, this, this puts Killzone Shadowfall to shame. And then if Excellent. you if you remember that game, it was really goddamn pretty. <laughs> it was first generation uh, PS4 game. Launch too, so. PS4 game, yeah. Oh yeah, launch, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people <clears throat> probably get the impression that I don't like the game. I like the game a lot. It's just not. It didn't blow me away the way I, I was kind of hoping that it would. Um, when can we expect a review? Uh, it's done. Uh, embargo lifts today, as you're listening to this, on Monday. Uh, so my review will be live then. Sweet. Yep, I already wrote it. It's I sent it to Drew and Dave to be proofed, and it's done. It's ready to go for tomorrow. I probably won't post it at midnight. I'll probably post it in the morning with the podcast. So as you're listening to this, you can go read my review. Excellent. Uh, but that's it. That's uh, I've spent a lot of time playing... Unlike Jay, I didn't put 60 hours in two weeks. I spent 30 hours in about two weeks playing the game. That's actually a lot for you. It, it is, so. it is. <clears throat> but I wanted to see the whole story before I wrote yeah. my review. So Definitely, definitely. Uh, but that's it. So let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, as Drew mentioned earlier, the Berserk and the Band of the Hawk is out this week, as is Chime Sharp. Both of those are out this week. Uh, Night in the Woods... Does anybody know what that is? I don't know what that is. When you say night in the woods, do you night with a K or night with an it's Just an N. Just like night, okay. like nighttime. Nobody? Uh, it uh, looks like this 2D game where you play as a cat. Okay. That, okay. that, that fits the name. Uh, Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin, which if you don't know what that is, that is a VR game. That is out this week. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 expansion, Human Conditions. I forgot that game had a season pass. <laughs> What's it? What was it? It's Watch Dogs uh, 2? 2. The pack is called Human Conditions. I don't, oh. I don't know what that is. Okay. 
Um, Ease, <coughs> excuse me, Ease Origins is out on PS4 this week. Oh, excellent! By the way, like I highly recommend Ease Origins to people. Like if you like really fast-paced, really fluid and fun, fast, uh, you know, like 2D hack and slash kind of game. It's not 2D. It's uh, it's 3D, but you'll see when you get there. It's kind of it's very retro feeling. But the music is just phenomenal. Wait a it's Team JDK. This is yeah. not an RPG. It's not an RPG. It's a hack and slash. Whoa! I thought Ease was an RPG. Oh no no no! Ease uh, has generally been a hack and slash series from. Okay, from, like, now I'm interested. Time. Yes, <laughs> um, I can say without hesitation. Can you would like this game? Like this game is really fast, and the music is fantastic, and it's got a pretty neat storyline where you play as different characters as well, multiple campaigns. Um, just just really solid gameplay where you upgrade your character and just like learn new moves and magic and equipment. It's a simple game, but it's very very satisfying. I I mean, goddamn it, it has to come out this week because there's another game I'm going to be playing this week. Yeah, sure. Maybe kind of maybe kind of a game I've been waiting on for like five hey. years. If I hadn't beaten the game already on PC, I would have definitely sent in for a recopy. But um, I would recommend someone else among us to play and review this game because they'll have a good time. This is a this is to me like a, like eight point five nine out of ten kind of game. <sighs> yeah, it's just just putting it out there. Okay? Just, I have a big yeah. game I have to play this week. <laughs> well, John, if you're not doing anything, you can like take it or something. <laughs> I don't know, Drew. Wait, wait, no internet, Drew, right? Now. No internet, Drew. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully Drew, Drew gets his internet back tomorrow. So. Okay. Uh, a pixel story is out for PS4 this week. I don't know what that is either. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. Nope. No clue. Uh, Halo Wars 2. If you didn't pre-order the Ultimate Edition, that officially comes out this week. Uh, we joked about it earlier, but Resident Evil 7's DLC footage one and two hit Xbox One this week. Uh, vaccine? I don't... I don't know what that is. Uh, Boko Suka Wars 2? I love it when a game that I've never heard of has a sequel. Yeah. That's always good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Warhammer Quest. Yeah, sure are it, a lot of Warhammer games. If that's the same Warhammer Quest that's on... what What is that on, Ken? Uh, Xbox One is what I have listed here. It's uh, If that's the same War, Warhammer Quest that's on iOS, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's also turn, on iOS, Linux, Mac, and PC. Yep, yep. turn-based strategy. Um, it's uh, grid-based, so you basically... You make your way through this grid of a dungeon... Um, and you uh, you have a party. You fight uh, enemies. Uh, turn-based strategy. It's phenomenal. <laughs> you want to hear something crazy? What? This game's coming out this week. So is Chime <clears throat> Sharp, right? Yep. Both made by the same people. Rodeo. Uh, Chilled Mouse is who's oh, okay. listed here. Maybe they're the ones that ported Warhammer Quest. Yeah, probably the ones who ported it. Yeah. Because uh, so. Rodeo Games is who uh, who made Warhammer Quest on uh, but, iOS. But Ryan, my question to you is: that, Is it phenomenal for a mobile game, or is it just phenomenal? Period. Uh, I, I mean, it depends on what you like. If you like turn-based strategy um, and you like um, uh, Warhammer, you have any interest in the Warhammer universe? It's it's good. It's real good. Okay. 
it's hard for me to say if it's good for an iOS game or, or good good because I've only played it on iOS. Um, because when I think about someone telling me that a game is really good and gets ported to consoles or PC, I think about games like the Deus Ex game that came out on mobile. It's a good mobile game, but when it came out on PC as is, without any kind of real improvements, it was dog shit yeah. compared to actual yeah, no, Deus Ex games. Yeah, no, I understand. The this okay. is, I mean, this is more like a um, think of it like a um, uh, like a board game mm. where you have a dungeon with a set number of squares in it. You can move a certain number of squares per turn. You get jumped by random enemies, um, and uh, and then you fight them on the same sort of grid. You've got four people in your party. You got to kind of pick where they stand and where their sight lines are so they can attack. Hmm. So. Finally. Again, I don't, I don't know how much it's going to be either. How much is it going to be, Ken? Uh, let me... I can tell you real quick. If you give me two seconds to vamp so that you can't tell that I'm clicking, it's $30. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. It's not worth, it's not worth $30 if there's no changes. Uh, it's 30 bucks on Xbox One. I don't know how much the mobile version was. I think I think it was ten bucks on iOS. So Damn. just as a comparison, sure. Lego Worlds is thirty dollars when it comes out. I did not know that. I thought yes. it was like sixty dollar game. No, I'm looking forward to that. Why why is it thirty dollars? Did they cut out content that you have to buy separately or just dissolve it? Lego Worlds? Yeah. I thought it was thirty bucks on early access. Hmm. I don't I don't know. I I don't know anything about that game. I haven't played it yet. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for the most important release of the week, it's on 3DS. Uh, go, go, Coco Polo 3D Space Recipe for Disaster. Is Hell out, yeah. Is out well, this week. I've had that pre-ordered for three years. I'm glad it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but after the release of Bloody Boobs, I mean, are we actually looking forward to any more releases this year? I mean, come on, man. This, this is, is all true. done. Holy I don't anticipate shit. playing anything else. Exactly. That's the only game that you need. I'm looking at the PC releases, and they're bringing back, they're bringing back a game. Man, this. Oh man, I played this at E3 in 1999. Oh, tell us what is it? Trick Style. Anybody remember Trick Style? Was on Dreamcast. Was a like hoverboard racing game back when Extreme Sports were real big. It's coming to PC this week. It was published by Acclaim. That shows you how old it is. Oh, man. That is old. Yeah. Uh, I always look at the PC releases because I always want to find that one really funny name. Um, there's one clever name. There's a game coming out this week on PC called Polter Heist. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I like it. Uh, 10 out of 10 pun. Sorry, got like to read. Got to read. Oh, it's a very lame description. No, no details about that game, but that's wait. Bad. There's also a movie called Polterheist. I just googled it. It's probably one of those Netflix uh, spin like rip off. Like what's that? Uh, like they have the Avengers one and stuff. It's really bad. Talking about the like the porno derivative. No, not porno. There's no pornos on <laughs> Netflix. Okay. Hey man, <laughs> I don't know what. Netflix has in other countries. This regional. Well, we're talking different. about America. It's America. It's America. Mer- 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 okay. Gotcha. It's America. All right. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is getting a. This is time for the news, by the way. Final Fantasy fourteen is getting a samurai class in the new Stormblood expansion. That's kind of hot to me. I'm 
I'm not playing that game anymore. There, there's gonna be a time where I'm gonna run out of things that I, I want to <laughs> play, and then I'm gonna be like, "This, it's time." I'm gonna pay for a subscription for Final Fantasy XIV. I'm gonna be done for the rest of that year. Yep. But that that time is probably never coming because there's too much to play. I'm gonna tell you right now. What if you ever do it? If you ever do it, that's all you're gonna play. Yeah, it's, it looks really, it's really good. So good. But it makes me cry on the inside. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else is going on? There were some screenshots for Final Fantasy VII Remake and Kingdom Hearts Three. Looks nice. Yeah, it looks, yeah. Uh, it looks yeah. like a twenty twenty yeah. game. That's fine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That, 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 that Scorpion <laughs> tank looks pretty pretty fancy in twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft uh, has come out and reconfirmed that Scorpio will launch in twenty seventeen. Well, uh, their E three press conference has a big old image of it saying. And speaking of their E three press conference, they're now going on Sunday, 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 Sunday. Because everyone wants to be part of E3, but not part of E3. Of course. Maybe they just don't want to be in the same day as Sony anymore. They want. Well, the, they, they, they never want the were. Yeah, they were. They were always the same day as Sony. Yeah, well, they, they were always. That was a day. Oh, they were always early. No, they, they were, were always late. early. Yeah, uh, early, and then Sony did it at nighttime. Yep. So you get two days now of holy shit! Look what Xbox did. Holy shit! Look what Sony did. So that means like EA, Bethesda, and Xbox are all going to be on the Sunday before E3 technically starts. Because don't EA that because Bethesda's was on Sunday and well, didn't EA move theirs to it as well? EA doesn't do a E3 press conference. No, well their game thing, whatever they call it, EA Play. That's, yeah, that's shite. I do not know when they will do the. Their little wait didn't EA had a conference last year? Didn't it was they? from EA Play. It wasn't part of the ESA. It wasn't officially part of E3. Oh, okay. So they had a conference, just not from that location. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, Bethesda still going Sunday night after Microsoft. Microsoft is at two p.m. Pacific, five p.m. Eastern. I believe Bethesda still the late. Well, I think eight or nine o'clock slot. Oh, man. I can't believe we're already talking about E3 conferences. What the fuck? <laughs> it is the Super Bowl of gaming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did anybody here sign up for the Injustice 2 beta? Nine. Uh, didn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking a question. I'm oh, leading no, into no. a story. No. I know Drew did, right? Drew? Bosnia Drew. Gone. I don't think we have Drew. Yes. Anymore. Okay. Oh, there, oh, there he is. Yeah. Did, did you ever get a code? Never. You're never going to get one because it ends next week. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Uh, stay free, Drew. Uh, stay free. To be fair, that thing ran for like a month, so that was totally a beta ass beta. But yeah, like I signed up for one. I know Drew did. I know uh, Killer Wolverine did. Like nobody got a freaking code. Was that on? Was it like a selective thing, or was it an error on their end? I don't know, but there was a have website. They, said, that they have they haven't said shit. Like Ed Boone's been giving out codes all over Twitter, but not to the people who actually wanted them implied. People that signed up for it, yeah. Well done. I I don't know what happened there. Like nobody I know that signed up for a code got a code. I, there's a lot of people on Twitter that signed up for codes and never got them. And that thing ran for a month, and there were waves of codes. In fact, there were, what, four updates to the beta adding new characters? Weird. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, I, I appreciate 
Ed Boon and the games that he makes to a degree, but he does a lot of shenanigans, man. A lot of weird shenanigans. Yes. He's uh he's considered the troll. Yeah, I can see it. He's a real big troll on Twitter. Super nice guy in person, though. If you ever meet him, really nice guy. Uh, so let's let's dive into the biggest story probably of the week. Hey, hold up! Before you do that, I, I yeah, want to throw out a story. Um, the NISA conference was this week. Oh yes, yes, yes. And uh, I want to just put out there the Danganronpa V3 got a release date of September 26th. And I know me and Drew are particularly excited for that, so I just want to get that out there. Nice. They also um, announced that they're going to be Nisa is also publishing East Eight. There was, was a, a there was a big controversy about that on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, big, right? big, big controversy. The uh, one of the um, executive producers or localization for Xseed, you know, one of my one of my favorite publishers alongside Nisa and them, um, said that they lost uh, the rights to publish uh, East Eight when they thought they had it. And then now it's kind of put forth to Nisa. And Nisa apparently has been doing the localization for the East games for European markets. So it feels like they've gotten that franchise right now uh, on the hold. So it's coming out in fall 2017. I just want the game personally because that game looks fantastic. And I love the series, but it does make me sad when like a publisher really had their hearts set on you know localizing a game. And they've done basically all the other games in the franchise for the States. And then they lose it to someone else. It's like, hmm. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Now, but. out of that conference, there was like 18 games. I got a I got a press release about it, but Nisa's got a bunch of stuff this year. They do, they do. I, to me personally, I only care about like maybe four of those games. But it is nice that they're really putting out a lot of stuff. They're they're yeah. getting bigger. They're it's getting cool. Bigger. It's cool to see. I love you know even though I don't love all of the games that come out of those publishers, people <clears> like Exceed <throat> uh, and Atlas and and friggin' Nisa. Like I love those companies. Oh, they have they have such like they can talk about a game I don't give two shits about and I'll totally feel for it because they've got so much passion for those games. They really do. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I really am happy that those guys and Exceed and places like that are doing well. I, I really am. I, I hope they continue because man, like if if you remember the PS3 generation, that was a dark ages for JRPGs. Uh, we didn't get a lot of JRPGs, but it was thanks to companies like Nisa that brought forth like you know dozens of games that to the market that we honestly didn't expect to see the light of day over here. And some of them ended up being quite good. Um, you know, we would have probably never seen Danganronpa as a series over here in the states without Nisa as well. And I gotta obviously thank them for that, among with other series like this guy and everything else in between. So as someone that really likes a lot of Japanese games, like a lot of niche games. I got nothing for nothing but love for those guys. Now, we did get the greatest JRPG of all time. Nah, that's, that's not. That's not. It's, uh, wait, PS2 era? PS2 era, we got the greatest JRPG of all time. Xenosaga, Der Wilser Macht. That's right. Nobody can argue that. Alright, we're moving on. I don't even know what that means. Xenosaga? I know what Xenosaga is, but I don't... What, did you, what was the last part you said? Der Wilsermacht was the subtitle. Oh. It was German. I'm, I'm like... I, I had to Google that for a second, because Xenosaga was... Xenosaga's subtitle was Der Wilsermacht. It was German. No, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I was just looking at the publisher. Namco Bandai. Uh, yeah, Namco, Namco Bandai. We're talking about... Uh, Namco Bandai is kind of big. 
We're talking about like no, XC no, no, no. I was, you said stuff. there was you said that there was the dark ages of JRPGs during the PS2 era. My <sighs> response? No, to no, that no, no, no. PS2 was amazing. I was talking about the PS3 era. Oh, you said PS2. Oh, my mistake. I meant PS3. That's and why. you know what I mean. PS3, we got like. Oh no, PS3 was finished. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only good game we got was basically Valkyria Chronicles. It's and... it's crazy when I say this out loud, but in that era, the Xbox 360 had better JRPGs. Than the You're right. You're a hundred percent right. Man. That like, is I like can't even argue. that is the craziest thing. Like, remember Eternal Sonata was like exclusive for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you would yes. never, you would never hear that any other generation. PS3 just uh, did not oh. do that well uh, in, in, J- uh, in JRPGs in general. They only had, like, you know, this guy, like, four. They had, uh, like, the Tales of Zillia. Yeah, it was uh, bad. Resonance of Fate. Nino Kuni. Yeah, that was good. Nino Kuni was amazing. I, I yeah. am truly looking forward to the sequel. But, I mean, Microsoft, like, they had the jams, man. The Tales series, the Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, freaking Eternal Sonata. Oh, God, everything was on the X. It was crazy. Not so much on the Xbox One. No, 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 no. There's like, there's like Final Fantasy 15. I think that's it. And that's it. That's it. That's all you're ever gonna get. That's uh, you don't you don't have an Xbox One for JRPGs. No, no. If you bought an Xbox One for JRPGs, you are doing it wrong, my friend. Uh, I think the Switch at launch will have more JRPGs than uh, the Xbox One. <laughs> Yeah, the Microsoft has given up on the Japanese market. Actually, they're time. not. There's kind of an interesting news story about that. Really? Um, Phil Spencer tweeted uh, a couple days ago to somebody asking him about, uh, I forget what game it was, oh, KOTOR. Um, and they asked him to bring back another Japanese game, and he said, I'm going to Japan next week uh, because we got Final Fantasy fifteen, but the fans want more. So apparently oh. he's going over there to, I guess, try to get some some licenses to bring those some more games over, which is cool. I mean, you still don't buy an Xbox One to play JRPGs, but if you have an Xbox One, uh, what was that? Um, oh, the Sega game Valkyria. Like they announced that for Xbox One, and I about lost my shit. I'm like, really? Uh, is Valkyria Revolution actually still yeah. coming out for Xbox One? Yeah. Like, that blew okay. my mind. Like, when they announced it, the, you, whenever they announce those things, you usually expect PS4 and something else, but not Xbox. And they announced that for Xbox. I'm like, like I had to tweet the PR guy. I'm like, really? <laughs> Just for confirmation. Yeah, I was like, are you sure this is right? <laughs> yeah, Valkyria games have never been on a Microsoft co- uh, console before. It's been on PC, though. That's probably why. Yeah. So it's they crazy. did make a successful you know, push on Steam. So maybe that's why I'm still on Xbox One, but that's good, man. Because I would like to see, uh, as as a genre, you know the you know how it is. Uh, people usually pick a console and they end up just kind of sticking with one most of the time, unlike us. So it'd be nice for people that's had an Xbox One and hadn't been able to get exposed to good JRPGs uh, this generation, and there have been plenty. So I would like to see them get more uh, from the Xbox side, and if they can, if Microsoft can put some money. And put out some games that would not, you know, that would otherwise not have existed. Kind of like what we got from the triple that uh, the Xbox One, uh, Xbox 360 gave us, right? Yep. So if they could do a deal like that with like a developer again, that'd be fantastic. Because you know those games are also going to be on PC. Yeah, I heard. So I heard. I would love I, that. I'm not saying this is real, but I heard a little rumor 
the Sakaguchi was working on something with Microsoft, and I wanted to say, can we make oh, Lost like, Odyssey 2 or Blue Dragon 2? Come on. Come on, dude. Lost Odyssey 2 would be amazing. Yeah, we need... Oh, we man. Need, so we much need, potential. We need Sakaguchi back making something besides mobile games. Please. Mm-hmm. Please. Oh, oh Lost Odyssey is such, a, such, such potential as a franchise with how that story plays out. Oh, jeez. I would love that. Anyway, let's talk about the big story of the week. Somebody mm. on the internet got a switch. Yes. So this is how the story started. He claimed that uh, the retailer that he had ordered it from sent it early by mistake because they would do that. Only one guy. They sent it to one guy. Uh, in the revelation of him getting it, we got to see the system, which is something Nintendo hasn't even done yet. So we got to see the UI, which looks really good. Uh, we got to see the settings, the setup screen. We also learned that the Switch will link digital purchases to your account, not the machine. Yay! Uh, About time! Yeah. Uh, they, they caught up two generations back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Nintendo. Good for you, As buddy. Drew said in the email the other day, welcome to 2005, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's that's good news. Um... We still don't know. I guess he didn't have it long enough to check to see if like his old Virtual Console games transferred over, if that's even live yet. Um, although I did talk to a few people I will not name, and there are rumors floating around that Nintendo will be talking about Virtual Console this week. Hmm. So we will see. Well, what... I mean, I would hope that they would talk about something because the system <laughs> comes out in two weeks. <laughs> semantics. I, what are you talking I never, about? <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just misremembering. I have never seen a console launch this launch like this in my entire life. The fact that they have still not um, released some of the information about this system that comes out in two weeks is crazy <laughs> to me. It's especially, crazy, especially considering that the machines are out there. Yeah, not, I'm not talking about with consumers like. Um, Sites and stuff have them. Mm. So, yeah. I just, didn't it also think... turn out that the guy who leaked it also obtained it illegally? Well, as that, well. we're getting there. We're getting there. This oh, is okay. this is a long, drawn out story. That uh... <laughs> it sure seems like if I had a video game system coming out in two weeks, I would be doing everything I possibly could to put footage and hands-on impressions and everything like that out there. Ex- you think, expect you? this to happen in the next ten days. Uh, there's a well, lot that's of that's fine, but it comes out in ten days. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of things happening in the next ten days. I, so I, I don't know if maybe this launch is just different because they just don't have the like. The the thing is, even if they get people excited in the next ten days, do they even have the stock for them to buy a system? Oh no, that's the other thing is like these things are already sold out. So yeah, it so, really doesn't matter if they market it or not because they're going to sell that. Again, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they have broken Ryan as a person. Yeah, um, I, th- I think that's the thing. Is like even if they come out with something in the next ten days, and I'm like, man, that's awesome. I can't buy a system anyway. No, but you're gonna want to, and that's what they want. Yeah, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, but end. am I gonna am I gonna want to by the time there's systems available again? No, that depends. Well, yeah, that's 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 a good point. But at the same time, if you keep hearing people like talking about it and then you don't have it, it'll add to your thirst of wanting it even more. Or that's maybe that's the idea. 
Because like Ken said, I'm looking at Amazon, I'm looking at, you know, like GameStop. The individual consoles that you can buy are all sold out. They're, you know, unavailable. So you're not going to be getting those anytime soon. Yeah, you're just going to hear about all these people talking about it. So, um, But to, to continue with the story, the person that found it said that they got it shipped. It turns out that's not, that's not uh, entirely true. So Nintendo caught these people because this dumbass tried to sell the system on Reddit. Um, wait, it gets, it gets better. It gets better. So when he took the picture to sell it on Reddit, he left the serial number in the picture. Yay! So Nintendo was able to trace it back to where it came from. Turns out that these systems were stolen from a distribution center and then sold to people. And these people are in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Good. Teach him. Um, all, he, all, all he needed to do was not try to sell it. That's all he needed to do and fucked it up somehow. But then, money. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the he got the system taken away from him. Nintendo went <laughs> and took the system from him, so the <laughs> money that he paid to the people illegally for it, he lost. Dude, I, 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 I would have loved to be a fly on the wall for that yeah. moment when two people guys knocked on the door came to his seats. house. Yeah, two guys knocking on the door in suits, black sunglasses, <laughs> and you're <sir>. grounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, man, it's it's been a fun week. Let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, what an idiot. Yeah, he's uh, and and he's just doing what people do. He's out there trying to get his 15 minutes of internet fame. Like, look what I got. Look what. Happen, you know, all that stuff. So, well, he succeeded. He did. Everybody was talking about it. Yeah, it's the internet famous for being a dumbass now. So yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Good job, good job, guy. Still, still famous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's yeah. So, I mean, we got to see a lot of the UI. It looks really good. Uh, we got to see um, like account creation, all that stuff. So, it's out there. If you want to go see it, you can find it. Uh, Nintendo surprisingly hasn't taken down all the videos. Not that they can, not that they can manage the internet. If that stuff still well, it wasn't on YouTube. He put them, which is, I guess, harder for them on these other. Well, there is a YouTube. There is a YouTube video of it that's still out there. Okay. So if you want to find it, it it ain't hard to find. Takes a quick search, and boom, you got it. Um, uh, EA Access has added Madden 17 to the vault, so. You can now play that for free if you have EA Access, which is cool. Uh, Pokemon Go got an update. Is is anybody still playing that? Not really. Apparently, it's still very, very popular. It just, oh, I'm sure it is, but it's, it's not, not the phenomenal that you used to be. Yeah, it's not the hotness that it was six months ago, but they added a bunch of new Pokemon that you can go catch. So... Uh, I'm not going to talk about PewDiePie because that's not video game related. Uh, that was all over, all over the place. But yeah, that geez. news was all over this week, and I'm just like, who fucking cares? Yeah, that to me, that's not news. No, it's just a guy doing a stupid thing. Let him do a stupid thing. Uh, Crash, blah, 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 Crash Bandicoot uh, Remaster Trilogy is coming out June 30th. Got a release date. Um, one of the most interesting things about this remaster nobody has said it's PlayStation exclusive oh it's never been mentioned as a PlayStation exclusive 
I would at least assume it would be timed, if anything. Obviously, it's Activision. I mean, it's Activision, so they can they own they can do what they like with it. But nobody's said, hmm? like, you might want to talk about this. Um, so are you thinking of an Xbox One release? Well, Xbox One, Switch. I don't know at launch, but you know it would be cool if like you'd stop playing these games and tell people if it's coming to that or not. Um, yeah, I mean, as as usual, when it comes to games that don't suffer through the process, uh, being on multiple platforms is always good for consumers, so yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I just, I, I would just like to know. Mm. I mean, I don't care, wherever it comes out, I'll buy it, i just just curious. Uh, Deep Down, anybody remember Deep Down? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was cancelled. Uh, Capcom has, uh, Refiled the trademark for Deep Down. No, sounds like they're still interested. At least we got we got footage of Deep Down a year before the PS4 came out. Yep. So yeah. how many years has it been now? This <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's getting there now. Yeah, it was 2013 yeah, when the system came out. Yeah. You know what? It shocked me the other night. I didn't realize this movie was that old. But John Wick came out in 2014. I need Did to it? see the new one. Well, yeah, I, gotta, I, mean, uh, I don't go to the movies. Too. So, but yeah, I'll I'll see it when it comes out on Blu-ray because fucking John Wick. Hell yeah! The first movie's fucking almost perfect. Yes, it is. Uh, City Skylines is uh, still coming to Xbox One. They announced that like a year and a half ago, and we never saw it again. But uh, they've reconfirmed that it's coming. The game of the year, the Xbox One edition, can, it includes the DLC expansion After Dark. Ooh, that sounds hot, right? Right. Hmm. Uh, four new Injustice characters were announced this week. One of them being Swamp Thing. That's kind of awesome. Is is Swamp Thing a big DC character? I mean, he's like he's a little a, taller than average. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's he's on the same level as um, like uh, Constantine. He's in that same area. Really? Uh, interesting, because, you know, I didn't, you know, for me, my exposure to DC mostly comes either from the movies or the animated shows slash movies, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And i never seen, like, Swamp Thing once. No, he's shows. he's big in the side comics, um, okay. in the stuff with, like, Constantine and Zatanna and, you know, people like that, Dr. Fate. Yeah, he, he was in uh, Justice League Dark that just came out. Yeah, that, that makes sense, because he's in kind of that world. Um, you know that there's a bunch of Swamp Thing movies, right? Well, yeah, but those are cheesy they're cheesy and bad. Yeah, Heather Locklear's in the first one. There's like four of yeah, those. Are, like, are they like 80s movies or yeah, something? Yeah, they're, they're older. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think awesome. like the third and fourth ones were like straight to DVD or something like that. They're pretty yeah. bad. No VHS, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, VHS. Uh, they also shoot off Catwoman, Cheetah, and who was the third girl? They did three girls. Poison uh, Ivy. Poison Ivy, that's right, Poison Ivy. And then Black Canary was in that trailer as well, but we already knew about her. Uh, Street Fighter 2 on the Switch will have a first-person mode. Oh, God. The, the, who asked for this? <laughs> who wanted this? I don't know. Who played Street Fighter and said, oh, boy, this game would be better if it wasn't first-person? Nobody. Those sweet, those sweet, sweet 3DS players, because that had a <laughs> mode similar. Did they? Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's also very disappointing. But, oh boy, that's... Uh, it's, is that a feature? Is that better? Is that, <laughs> it's does a, it add to the game? I don't no, know. It's a novelty. Okay, fine, sure. 
All right. Uh, PlayStation Now. You guys remember that? You remember that service? Yeah, it's, it's neat. Yeah, it's barely. functional. So, yeah, it's amazing that it's on all these platforms that you can, you know, your PS3 can get it on, the Vita, the TVs. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sony is removing PlayStation Now support from everything except PS4 and PC. Wait, what? <laughs> so, there you go. I'm yeah, sure Sony's that's... very happy for spending all that money on buying I that, can't that. understand why remove it from things like the Vita, although it isn't a system that everyone has or cares about, but... Does it cost them any more to have it on that service? Yes, it does. It certainly does because of does servers. Yeah, servers are wrapped through different things based yeah. on platforms. Yeah. Okay. So that just tells me that people on those particular platforms were not using PlayStation Now enough for them to justify the cost, I... which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's it's disappointing because they're the games that are on PlayStation Now are really good. But there's, it's an they amazing have... library, yeah. Yeah, that's like shit. Like I would, I, when people tell me, ask me if I if they should play Trails of Cold Steel, I say like, dude, just play it on PC on PlayStation Now. You can play both of those games and pay a minimum amount of money and just check them out. And because they are JRPGs and not very timing based, you can enjoy them almost exactly the same way as you'd be able to enjoy it on the original PS3. So now I can't really make that recommendation anymore. Which no, is you still can. It's on PC. Uh, well, it's on PC. Yeah, it's PS4 so it's and getting... PC. Oh, PS4 and PC. Okay. Yeah, that's you get bad. to you get that's the only two that they're going to support going forward. Okay, that's the PC to me is the most important one outside of the PS4. So that's I, fine. I mean, that's that service is quietly like amassing a library. Like it seems like weekly you hear about like twenty new games that go on that service. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and it's it's crazy, but I I mean nobody uses it. That I that I I know no it's too expensive. I know not one person who uses it. I know I know one person that uses it, but that's you know one person, right? Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Is it is it just is it just PS3 games? Is yeah, it's it? it's just yeah. PS3 games. Uh, it's got over 450 games. Uh, I'm looking at the price. I'm trying to see how much it is, but I'm not sure how much it is. I, they did a sale on it a while back. Oh. Where it was like 100 bucks for a year, but that's over, I think. It's uh, it's 20, 20 bucks a month. Okay. Uh, three months subscription is 44.99. So I don't. There's not a yearly subscription that I can see. Okay. Which is odd to me because it feels like they should have like a big savings yearly subscription for this kind of thing. You would think, right? Yeah. It, it if they had like one year for like a hundred bucks, I'd consider it. I consider it with the library that it has, yeah, and the freedom that you have. Like, but for one month, twenty bucks is pretty steep. You have to really get your money's worth and play a lot of the stuff on there regularly to make it worthwhile. Yeah, uh, I think that's about it. I mean, PS4s and Xbox Ones are both on sale for a limited time for two fifty. Oh, there's that one news story about the, the Zelda DLC stuff. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Zelda's getting a season pass. Um, I have the I have the presser here so everyone knows what they're talking about <laughs> if you want to read it. Shocker! <laughs> so they uh, say, um, starting when the game launches on March 3rd, players will be able to purchase an expansion pass for $19.99, granting access to two new sets of downloadable content for the game when they become available later this year. Immediately up upon pre-purchase or purchase of the expansion pass, three new treasure chests will appear in the game's Great Plateau area. One of these treasure chests will contain a shirt with the Nintendo Switch logo that Link can wear during his adventure. <laughs> let, me finish, let, me, let me finish. 
exclusive to the expansion pass. The other two will be deliver will deliver useful items. The first content patch is scheduled to launch this summer and will include additional of cable trial challenges, a new hard mode, and a new feature for in-game map. The second content pack will launch in holiday 2017 and add a new challenges that will let players enjoy a new dungeon and a new original story. The expansion pass will be available for both Nintendo Switch and Wii U versions of the game and are identical. Content packs cannot be purchased individually. That's a whole lot of bullshit. I, yep, I, I only hear, the, only, the only bullshit I hear is that, that you can't buy them separately. That's the only thing I have an issue with. Otherwise, it's, it's a fucking DLC. Every game has DLC. But you remember when all games came with a hard mode? Oh, you sound like an old man. Remember when, che- <laughs> remember when you couldn't buy Peace cheat codes? You. I'm with you, brother. No, I'm, I, not I, I, I'm not saying it's not wrong. I'm just saying that like we had the same conversation when, like, remember when Tiger Woods added cheat codes as DLC? Everybody's like, yeah, remember when saying. games came with cheat codes? We're back in my well, days. I'm not worried about cheat codes. I'm saying like just standard ass hard mode stuff. I mean, think about it. Imagine if Doom came out and you can only play on Hurt Me Plenty, and the other modes were backed by a season pass. You don't even have to. Crap. You don't even have to talk about um, like hypothetical Metro Last Light came out. And one of those bonuses that you had to, you know, buy separately, or it was a was it a pre order bonus or like a season pass thing? I forget. I I haven't the slightest idea. Yeah, it, it was either one of those things, which both you know you'd have to get something else out of. So their hard mode, the ranger mode, the mode that said the game should be played on this mode was not included with the game, and you had to get that separately, and you could buy it later down the line. So we've actually seen that exact exact example, and people. Lost their shit over that. That was the talk of the town for like a month about like how what what should be able to be DLC, what is like decent enough. Uh, and now here we are again. A, you can't buy it individually. That's that's universally bad. No, that's everyone. stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, like and like fucking Nintendo Switch shirt. Come on, man. I, out of all the things you could have possibly <laughs> given someone. How yeah. do you wanna do you wanna ruin your enjoyment of this game and completely take you out of the experience? Here's this item. Here, just for you. You can use it. That's crap. It shouldn't even exist, uh, to my to uh, come on, just put out a trailer or some sell your switch some other way. Ugh, it's and then, you know, the hard mode uh, to me, whenever I play a Zelda game, there's always no challenge. I don't play Zelda game for the challenge, and I've accepted that fact, right? But if they have a hard mode, I would most definitely play it on the hard mode. But I can't. Because it's yeah, part of can. a 1999 expansion You can play it. <laughs> I'm not going to be a part of the problem, Ken. See, um, I, I, I vote with my wallet slash credit card, and I refuse to be a part of this nonsense. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, it's it's dumb. I'm not saying it's not dumb, but like people upset because Zelda had DLC. I'm like... It's 2017. You're always bitching Nintendo hasn't caught up with the Joneses. Guess what? <clears throat> Zelda has DLC. The fact that it has DLC is fine. I mean, that's you know obviously a double-edged sword, as we can say, right? But you know, it's going to have new content, may or may not be good. And the fact that the original story is tied to the second path of Holiday 2017, and the first one's more challenge stuff. So, 
who knows what even is worth it. So it feels like it's taking everything that's bad about season passes <laughs> and DLC, and they just did it. Okay. This is like their big first attempt, and they just did everything wrong. It's not their big first attempt. Mario uh, Kart what? 8 had DLC. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, I, I never played that. So did you know how much of it I bought? I bought Zero all, of it. I bought all of it because it was fantastic. Those was eight, it? those eight new tracks were fucking. Especially, oh my god, they had an F Zero track on there with the original music. Oh my god. So yeah. I don't know if this is controversial or not. Probably yeah. not. But I think I don't know. I go back and forth. I think I've decided that the F Zero music might be my favorite video game music. It's pretty good. F Zero music, favorite if, video if, game music of all time. I, I if go, I was, I if I was listing, if I was listing a top three, it. It, it's hard to order them. Mega Man 2. Just in terms of... But Mega Man 2... Number 1. F-Zero. <laughs> and you know what? I'm also... I also have a real soft spot for Super Nintendo Pilot Wings, even though I recognize yeah. it. Where, where's, the, where's the Two Human soundtrack, Ryan? I thought... I mean, it's, you know, that yeah. that goes in a separate pantheon all... Mm, all up. Right, right, right. So it's on the other side. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right, so I'm I'm a big proprietor of video game music. Indeed, one of the best soundtracks. If you want to go retro, Turtles in Time has. You were gonna say that, Drew. I knew you were gonna say it. It does have a great uh, soundtrack. You're right. It does, but nothing's better than Mega Man Two. Big Apple. Yeah. Nah, I I I got I got to stick with my Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI soundtracks when you're going retro. It's 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 tough for me to I, I go back and forth between Mega Man two and F Zero. I just love the F Zero music is so good. It is. It's and really, even it's really every good. time it's here's the thing about the F Zero music. It's so good that even every time they update it, it's still good. Like they update it to sound modern and it's still good. You should uh if you get a switch, you should get that Mario Kart and play that, that uh that F Zero track. Because that music, is it, oh, huh? all the DLC comes in that. Yeah, the the Switch version comes with all the DLC, a refined battle mode, and I think some new characters and stages. Well, I mean, um, uh, the music's in Smash Brothers too. Oh, that's right. A couple of those tracks are. Yeah. You can actually the, get a, yeah, no. you actually get an F Zero cart in that DLC. That's too. the Captain Falcon theme, isn't it? Um, big is it Big Blue? It's Big, big blue. blue. It's, it's Big Blue. Yeah. And there's Mute City. Mute City. Dunna. 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 The best modern game soundtrack is Near, without a doubt. Mm, oh, true. I just don't, you, I, you did it. I don't really care about modern. You've done it. Soundtracks. Uh, just listen to the near soundtrack, Ryan. Just like you don't have to play the game. Just listen to the soundtrack. It'll blow you away. It's I, so I'm good. Just not, it's, is it instrumental? Uh, most of it, yeah. See, I'm just not a big. I'm just not big, honestly, on instrumental music. And when I say that I like um, the F Zero soundtrack and the Mega Man soundtrack, and even the, like the Super Mario World soundtrack, ninety five percent of that is nostalgia. Oh yeah. Uh, it's not. They listen to the near vocal soundtracks. There's yeah, there's a the lot of vocals tracks. Crazy. Yeah, that the woman that sings is a fucking angel. Her voice is just just out of this world. We don't. We she don't. She created her own language. 
we don't that. we don't yeah. talk about okay no. you, you just made it absolutely 100% certain that I will not listen to that <laughs> damn it Joy just done ruined it she's not like the Swedish chef she's not like do little she, made, she made up her own language oh yeah well it's a no. it's a combination of like multiple languages together you're not you're not going to talk about video game music and female vocalists without mentioning the fucking metal gear theme with the Metal Gear Solid, the Metal Gear Solid ending? One ending. Oh, one. Um, yeah, Metal Gear's soundtrack in general is really good. Like you know, Marwin's we're sounding good too. Marwin's soundtrack is just also more nostalgia for me. Uh, I never really got into the the Elder Scrolls. I mean, obviously, it has the uh, Skyrim has that incredibly iconic, you know, yeah, the, the chanting. Well, that mm-hmm. that that um. Uh, if you listen long enough to that music, it uh, it actually fades into the the same uh, melody as the Morrowind theme. If you listen long enough, you hear the Ricolo guy. Ricolo. Ricolo. You should you should you should edit in uh, one of the songs and just put it in there nonchalantly. Just, just That'd be that'd be great. It, it, the kids don't. And the kids listening to the show are like, "What the fuck is the Rico logo?" <laughs> Those are some iconic commercials. They still have they still have Rico commercials. Do they? Do they? I haven't yeah. seen a new one in ages. Wow. Go 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 YouTube that that Rico commercial because it's pretty fucking fantastic. It's Rico. I call it's it Rico. It's gonna be Rico. It's better when it's Rico. Ch- chocobos. chocobos. I'll, I'll shove a Chocobo Cho- up your ass. Chocobos. <laughs> Choco Chocobos. Yeah. Um, I can't pull up the emails. The Do server... you, have you also lost internet? Yeah, I'm I'm not talking to you right now. Okay, cool. I thought we were just all on site. because of the, the server. The server's, the server's up. Like, I'm on the site, I'm... and I'm clicking around, but whenever I try to access the email, it says you can't do it. So, Twitter it is. Twitter we had, and sorry, we didn't get a lot of tweets. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chad sent us a tweet uh, referring to the comment he made last week about uh, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. If you remember is... that tweet, yes, he sent us a YouTube video explaining it. I guess it's a. It's a... Oh, you guys have never seen that. It's fucking horrible. No, what is? I've never seen what it. Explain. It, it was made in Source Engine, mm-hmm. like Gary's Mod stuff. And, yeah, I don't know. You can watch it. I, okay. Well, you I mean, is, told it, me it's horrible, is it bad so taste, or what are we doing? It's fucking stupid, and it's also, I mean, it's just dumb, but it's also... Is it, is it funny? I, maybe. Depends on your source. Of <laughs> is it funny? Did, did you Maybe? find it funny, Drew? I thought it was stupid, and I may have went, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, sure. It's a meme. I mean, it's basically like an internet meme. Okay. Well, I, I missed that one, so I don't. I don't. I didn't know what it was. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Adam wants to know what's the verdict on the PS4 Pro's Omega Boost mode. Anyone notice Ooh. any effects? Uh, I'm not in the beta. Uh, yeah, I'm not in the beta. I don't. I don't have yeah. it. 
None of us in the beta, but I've seen those digital foundry videos, and they look promising. No, that 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 feature is super cool. Yeah, I don't have a PS4 Pro yet, so I can't tell you. It's, so you got to get Soon. it, so you can have Omega Boost. Omega Boost. Soon. Are you are you actually going to buy one soon, Ryan? Is that a thing? Yes, do? I am. Yep. Nice. Oh, why? Well, he's got a 4K uh-huh. TV, baby. Oh, you got a 4K a, TV. Not only do I have a 4K TV, I have a 4K HDR TV. Fucking right, dude. Mm, sweet. 65-inch one. Yeah. And guess what? It's a Samsung. It, it is a Samsung. Yeah. It's a Samsung, baby. Yeah. All right, Mookie's going to give us a note. that run you? What'd you say? How much did that run you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, It's, uh, it's a $1,500 TV. Ooh. That's actually not bad. That's what I paid for the one that I have now, the 3D TV that I have. I think I you know, paid. Roll Kai is pretty good. Yeah. yeah st- stick stick around after the show. I got a story for you. My my okay. my friend bought a 50 inch uh, Ultra HD TV, the 4K one, for 300 dollars last weekend. I was like, mm. I, I doubt it has the right stuff on it. Probably doesn't have HDR. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a high sense brand. So oh god, I'm not, sorry. It's not great. <laughs> but three hundred dollars is super cheap. Yeah, the TV but, looked alright when I went over there. I mean, it's still. I don't know if I was gonna if, I, if I'm gonna blow three hundred dollars, I'm gonna save it and buy a really good TV. <laughs> well, probably. That's I just probably I just don't have three hundred dollars, and I'm just gonna blow for no reason, you know. Although I am buying a Switch. Oh, <laughs> are you now? Baby. Sorry, are you I had buying to... a Switch? Shh, be quiet. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Uh, Mookie's giving us his weekly update on all of our favorite game. Uh, he says, I booted Bloody Boobs game, didn't right. operate very well, closed it, and then asked for a refund. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that $3 back, Mookie. Yeah. Um, you can well, do a lot, of, lot with $3? No, he, so. he got it on sale. It was $239. Okay. $239. Nice. Matt. Oh, Matt. You're gonna hurt people with this. Oh. Uh, Crash Bandicoot HD is great. Now everyone can cle- can see clearly that it's not as good as they remember. I used to hey. rose tinted hashtag rose tinted glasses. I agree. I like Crash I, Bandicoot. Suck it. I've ne- I've never liked Crash Bandicoot games, <sighs> even though I was a PlayStation guy. So I don't know what the fuss is with that series. I love the Crash Bandicoot games. They were good. I he- I heard that Mario Kart game with Crash Racing was Crash really good. Yeah, yeah, Crash yeah. Team Racing was good. Okay. I'm not a Crash fan, but Crash Team Racing was good. Uh, did Spyro you know, is better than Crash anyway. Did you? Oh, we're gonna fight. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Spyro is better. No, than Crash. Spyro is not better than Crash. Uh, but did you did you ever see that uh, the follow up that Activision made to Crash Team Racing? Uh, you know when it wasn't Naughty Dog. I forget what it was called. Crash Nitro Kart, I think is what it's called. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. You could fart in that game on command. <laughs> of course you can. Did it give you any kind of tactical advantage to do so? Of course it did. Right. Speed boost. Speed boost. Or, or Omega boost. Omega <laughs> That's that's what I wanted to, that's the sound I want all of my farts to make going forward. Every time I just lift, you just lift your leg and Omega boost. Oh yeah. Could you imagine that in public? <laughs> oh man, I have too much fun. Shogun says Mass Effect PC 
or Xbox One? Uh, Andromeda. Uh, I assume, right? I'm I'm yeah. I'm assuming he's not talking about the backwards compatibility nature of the of the old. No, let, let's games, assume right? it's Andromeda. Okay. Um, how good is your PC? That's that's my question to you. If it's like if it's mid to high end, get the PC version. Otherwise, get the Xbox One version. Simple as that. Yeah. I'm getting the PS4 version because of the HDR stuff. Seems pretty cool. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, you have the Pro, so you should be fine, John. Yeah. Yeah. Can you get that on Steam, or do you have to go through Origin? Origin. Good question. Origin. Then I don't want to play it on PC. <laughs> That's a very good point you just made, Drew. I might have to take my comment back because Origin. Yeah, um, suck Origin. It's bad. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just searched for Mass Effect Andromeda on Steam, and you're right, it's not on here. Oh yeah, it's an EA game, so it's only going to be. I I play it on Xbox One because you know you can play it in EA. Well, you can you can still play Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect Original on Steam, but. Yeah. I'm planning on getting it on PS4. Yeah. Well, I, I actually probably won't get it. I'll probably end up game flying it. Hmm. I'm an Xbox guy, so I'll play it on Xbox. It'll be fast. Sure, will. It'll be fine. Yeah, I will. I'm sure it will. Uh, Nivek says, how are For Honor servers doing? Uh, no one's on them, so probably holding up quite well. Shh, be quiet, John. <laughs> I didn't have uh, any I issues. Feel like they've been, I feel like they've been pretty good. I know I've seen some people are apparently having issues, but yeah. I have not had issues at all. I saw people, uh, like you said, I saw people having the issues, but when we played, they're smooth as butter. I didn't. We didn't get kicked. We had issues the first day, but that was Xbox Live. That wasn't for Honor. Uh, yeah. Because the day the game went live, they were having those party issues on Xbox Live. Yeah, so, I so, did have some Xbox Live issues, but that was I was having those with every game. Yeah, that was just that Tuesday. Though, and then we played it again. It was it was fine. Like I never got booted, or the party never got disbanded. It, it seemed to work fine. Yeah, I do like the fact that if you're in. Um, if you're in a party with four human players and somebody drops, it replaces the human player with a bot so that you don't have to play shorthanded. Those bots ain't bad. No, they're pretty good. Yeah. You can't change the difficulty of the bots, can you? Uh, they have levels, but I don't know what determines the level. Yeah. Because uh, every time I get killed by one, it says you got killed by so-and-so bot level one. Huh. But I don't know what changes the level. That's weird. Yeah, I looked for it in the settings to see if you know you could bump it up or bump it down if they got too easy after you got into it, but I never saw an option for it. Uh, Lax84 wants to know, what is the most annoying For Honor class? Uh, Crusader. What's the mm. really big fat guy with the, the bat? Shugoki. I hate that guy. Uh, because well, mostly what? because I play the smaller characters and it's you just feel like you can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, he hits hard too. Oh, he hits hard, but like sometimes you'll hit him and he just like looks at you like what? Yeah. Uh, which is the Crusader class? What weapon does he use? The uh, flail. Ah, oh, yeah. That yeah, that thing cool. sucks yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that, that that class is a pain in the butt to fight against. Ugh. Uh, we got a tweet in 38 seconds ago. It's live, baby. Ooh, hot off the press. This comes from Dustin. He says, finally got to play Neo uh, as mm. I tweet. Okay, settle the argument. Is it Neo or Nio? 
It's Neo. Neo. Okay. Yeah. I've heard people question that. I was just curious because everybody says I say things wrong. I call it Neo. I'm just curious. Chocobo. Chocobo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Never going to let that down, man. No, I'm not. I'm never going to stop saying it. So get over it. Uh, He says, finally got to play Neo as I tweet this. And it does seem a lot easier than the beta so far. Jay is right, and it's really fun. Excellent. I'm glad you're enjoying it, buddy. Yeah. I would like to go back to that game at some point, but I don't know that I'll ever get to. <laughs> um, probably not. <laughs> no, I played like all the new stuff, did my reviews, uh, still working a little bit on For Honor. Got to finish that review. Uh, got kind of a big game coming in tomorrow. <laughs> Kind of, kind of, kind of a big game, small. Mm-hmm. and then uh, you know I've got to travel. Then I got to come back and finish said big game, uh, and then I go into Ghost Recon, and then I go hey, into hey, Mass Ken, Effect. You, you sound you sound pretty busy. If you want to, you know, throw near my way instead, I mean, by by all means, uh, you know, if you if you can't handle it, you know, I'll, oh, no, I'll take can, it off your I plate. Can, I can handle near. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, right, let's see. Right. Yeah, play, play a little robot panty action. <laughs> Oh, that wow, game, that game is weird. I, you think I'm you think you think I'm making a joke? It's it's that's what it is. No, I believe you. <laughs> I, I believe you. I've learned not to uh, question when you guys the, say stuff like that, whether you're telling the truth or not. The only question that you should have been asking is, does she have the booty? And the answer is yes, most definitely she does. She does. It's, the it's, robot booty. It's not. Robots can't have a sex. That you know of? No, I, I'm pretty sex sure box. it's not like my 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 what do they call those things? The Roomba. My Roomba does not have a gender. <laughs> have you been trying to fuck your Roomba? <laughs> <laughs> John, I told you that in confidence. I'm oh, sorry, my bad. Why did you bring that, that up is on the <laughs> that? We'll live on in infamy. <laughs> well, you know, I just laid it on the floor and see if it would go around it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that fine. sure seems like it could be an N4G podcast t-shirt. <laughs> All right, did you try to fuck your Roomba? <laughs> Have you been trying to fuck your Roomba? <laughs> just, just put that on a t-shirt, wear it in public, and then just, just <laughs> yeah. watch the eyes. Watch the eyes. <laughs> Anyway, that is all the tweets. I'm sorry I can't access the email. Um, I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, but if you want to send us an email, we'll, we'll hopefully get back to it next week. Granted, the server's not down. Uh, you can send those to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also tweet at us. The uh, Twitter account is at n4gpodcast. Uh, John, uh, individuals, John's at John WUK. Drew is at DML Fury, Jay is at Baduside J, and Ryan is at R Wombold. You can follow me on the site at ZTGD. Also, Phoenix Down, what happened with that episode? Is it going up? Is it not? I mean, it's, I can make it. It's like 37 minutes long. Maybe you um, should ask on Twitter if, it, if, if people want to hear what you did record. I'm sure they will. And then if they do, we'll we'll throw it up, and we won't, you know, we won't make a big deal about it. We'll just put it in there and be like, "Yeah, this is kind of broken." I mean, to be fair, we could. It covers kind of like the arrival and stuff because we got that bit out, so it could just be like a prelude 
essentially. Yeah, we. I mean, that could, that could easily be you know part one of Mass Effect Three. Yes, because we talked about the arrival. We talked about the beginning. We even talked about the first planet. You know, the Turian stuff. I mean, if you, if you, I, my big question is, is, if you guys are comfortable making it in the first episode, then I will put it up. If you're not, then I don't have to. No, I'm fine with that. I just got to splice all the stuff together. Um, I just hope I have internet, because otherwise I can't do... I, a, I can't put music in there, because I can't download any of it. And B, I don't know how I'm going to get in the Dropbox. So well, how, how, what's the weather like in the Stone Ages there, Drew? He doesn't know. Good. He can't check his app. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, hopefully you get your internet fixed this week. We can discuss it this week and yeah. see what you want to do. Uh, I forgot where I was. Oh yeah, Phoenix Down. That you should check that out. Mass Effect Three starts maybe this week. Maybe we'll see. It starts this week. Okay. And, well, uh, man, man, you guys are gonna get screwed up when Andromeda gets delayed, huh? Your schedule's going all now. out of whack. Listen, they're not no, dying we're not. at this point. We're not we're not doing Andromeda for Phoenix Down anyway, so You're not. Isn't that the whole point of doing all three games in sequence so they can do the last one that comes out? Nah, nah, we're just we're just doing it just because I don't want to rush through Andromeda. Okay, I get you. So you want to review it is what you're saying. If you want me to review Andromeda <laughs> that sure. was a joke. I mean it doesn't we- matter to me, I'll do it. He's like, I don't want to rush through it. Do you want to rush through it, Drew? You want me to rush I'm not going to rush. I mean, even if I get it for review, I'm not going to rush through <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I it know. depends on how, how soon or how late we get it, right? It's usually the yeah. day the EA Access version goes live. That's usually when I get the code. Mm. Anyway, that's uh, that's everything. That's the show, unless anybody has anything else. Nine. Going once. No. Going twice. Soul to the man in the back fucking a Roomba. I'm, think, I'm thinking about the logistics of it and how that could be possible. So I, you would need some secondary parts on that Roomba. I'm trying not right? to think about the Doesn't logistics. Doesn't that come with a nozzle? Uh, not, not built for. Why would it have a nozzle? Why would it have a nozzle? It's a Hoover. No, it's, it runs around on the floor by itself. You don't use yeah. it. It's pretty small, actually. Yeah. You just abuse it. Yeah, that's true. I, I call it names, <laughs> and I make it talk dirty to me. It's, it's... Anyway. Hmm. There you go. That's the theme for this episode, the Roomba. <laughs> the the Roomba, yeah. Roomba of Ruin. <laughs> <laughs> or the Roomba is Ruined. I don't know. Yeah, well, you fucked it up. Anyway, that's it for the <laughs> show. We're out of here. No chicken noise. Whatever. Underground N4G radio layer. 
Yeah, I get the 